due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Things. Welcome to Idol Matinee. Idol, oh, it doesn't really work. Welcome to Idol Matinee, episode ninety-seven. We're back in the room, and we're here again this week with another fantastic, smashing podcast for you. Hopefully, loads of laughs, loads of japes. But before we begin, let's say who's here because we've got a different lineup this week, not the normal four. Here we go. We have me, Ben, and who else is here? Bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. And hello, it's Chris, back from my uh, sponsored conga trip that sadly ended at Kabul Airport. So it's been quite a hectic week. And what was it like trying to get out of Afghan this week? Mental, but made it. I um, dressed as a dog and um, this bloke fortunately was taking out pets, cats. (laughs) Oh, um, Captain Mamring. Yeah, I tried to not let him get too close to me because he probably would have recognised that I (laughs) was in fact a man, but... Um, I, I I pretended to be an Afghan. Nice. Afghan held. <laughs> okay, and uh, who else is here this week, Greg? Say hello. <laughs> I would say hello. Oh, you said hello. Yeah, bonsoir and all that. Quick word about, uh, if you've listened, ever listened to this podcast before, uh, you'll realise what we always say is, if you're a first-time listener, you can start here, that's fine. If you want to go back, you can listen to the previous episodes. They're all pretty good. Some are okay, some are worse than so others. So are we starting now? Is this the start? Are we, are this we, is it. Are we and sure? we need to just okay. have a little word about Johnny uh, because <laughs> Chris is actually in the studio this week. Normally he records live from Skype's in from Cambridge. So hello everyone. Welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast again. Settle down and settle in because we have plenty of laughs, plenty of japes. Chris has come all the way from Cambridge to be on this week's podcast live. Um if you've never listened to a podcast before, a little bit special and a little bit different. Later on in the show, we do have an interview with a real New Yorker, so we can talk about that and the weather out there, because that's obviously pretty bad at the moment. Uh, but first this week, we're going to talk about what these two boys have been doing. Now, if you've listened before, you'll know Greg and Chris are men about town, and they've always got a story to tell. So let's start with who do you want to start? Who wants to start this week? Chris wants to start. So here he is. Chris, take the floor. Thank you. Um, well, I wasn't here last week, so I feel desperate to fill a little bit of podcast space with my voice. Um, so I went off on a trip up to North Yorkshire, the Dales, and I put some pictures together for you to look at. And this is one, the Sorop, Sorop, Soroptimist, Soroptimist International Club. International Club. International Club. Never heard of it before. That's S O R O P T I M I S T. So reverse. That's T S I M I T P O R O S. Soroptimist Club, and it's basically an international female club. It's like a really good earnest. Thing that for ladies' rights, and um, did you go in and have a look? <laughs> no, me, but let me have a look at this. Sorry, that's it. That's just the picture. Did you go in and talk to them? No, but I found out their headquarters was in the street next to where I live. So, oh, did you not know that before you went there? No, and then you found that out afterwards. I found that out when oh, I googled weird. what that meant, and then and I was it, like, "That's the street next to my street." Wow! Did they catch you taking photos of it? Um, people looked at me. They did notice. Mm. Is it like a, do women just go there to meet up or do they live in the place? 
I don't have. I don't have a clue. Don't, I think uh, it's just for rights and advocacy. Hopefully. So, Sir Optimist. So, oh, you've got the word optimist there. So, so sorry. Is that like sorority? So, is that some sort of the Latin? Is that what that's? That's why it's got something. I would say yes. Uh, Skipton and Craven, Sir Optimist International Club. So, sorry. What the fuck? What is it? What they? It's like a women's. It's a women's club. club. It's been around is for it, years. Okay. Like I, I just saw this sign. I was like, "What the hell is that about?" To that, googled it, found out it, the headquarters and ne- in the street next to where I actually live, in real life, and then um, yeah, so that was that. The next <laughs> sign I saw was a sign for a building, a business, should I say, called Velvet. What do you think Velvet does? Um, makes velvety smooth chocolate. You're very close, Craig. Just makes velvet. Speci- velvet. T- snooker tables. Specialising in advanced velvet, skincare and hair removal. Oh. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, because it's velvet. Because yeah. that's known as velvet hair. Chocolate's not that close. Old lady hair. Chocolate. Like, oh, yeah, the old lady, like, the, the, you know, the old lady, like, uh, fuzz, the, the bossip. Uh, what's it? Peach fuzz. Uh, that's, like that's like baby yeah. hair. Yeah, that's what that's refers to. Velvet, still, that's like velvet, I think. Is it still baby know. hair when it's on... Is it? Is it called baby hair? No, mm. I don't think it's called... It's called golden hairs. I what think. Call, golden... Is it the same fluff. if it's on an old lady? Yeah, it's called it's golden baby. fluff, I think. Golden fluff. Fred knows a bit like golden fluff. Probably this week he's got golden a story to tell about that, I reckon. Texture like fluff. So what else, down, what else have you been doing in the week that you're off? She runs. Then Johnny took over blah, and you went blah, here. Blah. Uh, what's a bit of the Paralympics? What are you thinking of that? Is it time for it to end, do you reckon? Um, I just think... Put the poor people down. No. Time for um, to call time no, on that. No, it's aspirational. I never get hangover, I realise, when the Paralympics on. I must be a purely psychological thing, like looking at them thinking, <laughs> if they can do that, I'm I right. can get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So That's what I've, they I've do help that. me. I think, did I have? No, you're right. I, I think I didn't have a hang. When did I last get really drunk? I'm sure I got really drunk when the probably. Uh, so what mm. I'd like to say, how we like to begin the podcast is a new thing that I like to do is just talk about the levels of what everyone has taken or drunk this evening. Uh, just so when people are listening, if anyone slurs their words, slurs their words like that, ah. Uh, uh, people don't think oh my god there's something wrong with that person they're right or they challenge what's wrong would there be something wrong if there was something wrong with one of these people not at all why do you always pick on Johnny when he's not even here to defend himself (laughs) not picking on Johnny so Greg what have you drunk tonight what have you had and what are you Um, drinking now what are you smoking I'm drinking I've I've smoked I've smoked a bit of weed and I've drunk a bit of I've drunk some beers I've drunk some red stripes and I've drunk some of these pale out these Sierra Nevadas that uh, Chris has brought over. Chris, have you been drinking Sierra Nevadas? Sierra Nevadas and just uh, uh, tripping a light fantastic onto the Guinness. They're five point six percent, so they're quite. But there's not not massive bottle. They're what, what size? Are they? Well, anyway, I've had, I've had a few beers. I've got a buzz. I've got a beer buzz. I've got a bit of a beer buzz and a bit of a weed buzz. Not nothing too nothing too dr- major. Nothing dramatic. Too no no hard no hardcore drugs. Okay, this that week. sounds nice. This See, week. Like, I just want to apologise. So the reason we mentioned this is you may have noticed at the beginning of last week's podcast, I was, I was a bit like. Uh, d- d- and then at the end, I was a bit as well. In the middle, I was actually all right because I had just the right mixture of drugs at that point, drugs was, and alcohol. Uh, and then I was either too far one way or We've too had far some letters way. in, actually, and so. saying that people preferred you at the beginning and at the end and that they felt that you dragged a little bit in the so. middle. Uh, and I wasn't on last week and I can only objectively say... Gotcha, I'm going to smoke a bong now. Well. I'm just going to do a quick yeah. bong now, make sure I'm, I'm not... 
totally with it because otherwise people, I think that yeah people, people don't like it when your energy levels drop and yeah. you get all morose um, <laughs> yeah. and you say and oh this to. isn't good yeah. and you get all in yourself because they feel that brings the podcast down you bring everybody ad- down yeah. around you all so, the time does um, anyone want to know a little bit of history yeah, I love it. It. Okay. I fucking love history um, did you know that the word sodomite didn't refer to just to anal sex it's oh. any sex that didn't get, um, like result in the baby. the baby being born so armpit sex as so well. armpit sex wanking off anything like that would make oh, you a right. sodomite cool so I'm a massive sod Everyone's you know, I'm, people yeah. listening, I'm pointing at these. <laughs> Everyone's uh, a sodomite, aren't they? Most no, I, I haven't. Anyone I haven't. Who... Honestly, I've had. I've never had to have a wank. Oh, like like, like Victor, like Victor from uh, Big Brother. Uh, I'd say down the. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that's, that's gay. Touching my own penis is gay. Is. I've, never, I've never even looked at my dad. Just, <laughs> my dad tried. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a character like the super super hetero character where um, he goes like yeah I've never even seen my dad they pulled me out I was like Ugh, is that a male doctor just pulled me out a guy hand me over to a woman never even looked at myself in the mirror never touched my cock just had some bird sucking my dick since I was eight uh, yeah never no I thought, uh, I thought yeah. more about it than that yeah. there's better jokes than that but, um. do you remember when you um your mum used to wipe your bum when you did a poo. Mummy, no, I'm finished. <laughs> I don't remember that. For some weird reason, I've, fucking, I've blocked that out. I can't oh, remember there's, like... a reason there. there's a reason then, isn't no, there? Sh- no shit. That must I have mean... been a split in the paper. <laughs> oh, mummy, I don't trust you ever again. <laughs> Ow, mummy. It hurts the Ow. way you do it. Ooh, mummy, it mummy. I'll do it myself now, mummy. <laughs> well, ow, I like this, mummy. Carry on. So let's talk about uh, your week. Uh, you said about your week that was uh, have you got any other exciting stuff you want to share about that no <laughs> uh, what about your week Greg have you done anything exciting this week <laughs> I tested out the range well I did a bit of Roger Cook reporting so obviously we know that I've uh, fr- fr- well, I've, I've sort of delved into the murky world of prostitution uh, you know just to test the waters for the Cook yeah for the people out there just to make sure people aren't getting ripped off getting on the, on the man on the street just making sure I'll, I'll keep you in the know what's, what's Hunter, real Hunter. what isn't Punter, no, I'm the punter. Uh, punter, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll but think you do whatever, you think was... get a group on for this, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Punting I should with Greg. Uh, but I'm, I've, I've been pretty limited. I've been pretty basic. At it. I've just gone like, oh yeah, just found the one th- Viva Street, which some Bulgarian guy told me about at work. And I've just ran with that. Instead of actually really looking into it, I've just gone to the one place. It turns out 90% of the adverts on Viva Street are fake. And I was quite lucky to find... Uh, Evelyn or whatever even though it wasn't obviously a real name but that one the one that I was talking about getting a report like doing the whore mm. report thing with which obviously is never going to work out with a, a, a woman that doesn't like speak is that the, the one you were talking really? about taking photographs of and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a joke it was a joke right. I didn't think oh, it was a joke okay. yeah, well, no, it was kind of a joke but I'm a romantic and I, one of my favourite films is True Romance yeah, but Soppy John aren't the, real yeah. life, the real life is not like True Romance Simpy John yeah True Romance worked because it's Patricia Arquette and she's an, she's an actress and she's American I and bought stuff. her a brand new fax in real life, no, 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 no prostitute speaks English. Richard Gere. Properly, they're, they're, it's, it's kind of broken English. I mean, I, you never know. One of them might speak good enough English to actually build up, uh, you know, a relationship with her. But they, the good ones tend to get moved around. So, like, the one, my one was like, they're like, oh, she's good. She's made her money here. Let's move her to Belgium. That's what happened to me. I was like, um. So when I thought, oh, this is too seedy for me. I need to find myself a real lady. This is weird. Turns out, no, I was totally on the right path because when I know, look, apart from Margaret, I love like obviously meeting the lovely Margaret, but she's in Cambridge, and other than her, I haven't really met any 
new women or whatever and, and yeah the date of the online thing's too much for a hassle so anyway I, I thought like yeah we'll, we'll have a look I, and I've saw I've, I've seen these uh, you get these adverts and some the ones Pop-ups. where it says you get in, in on Viva Street phone box so the way it works online they say in call or out call I've talked about this before on the podcast but it was badly re- but it's good to talk about when you're straight and you can explain it yeah, a bit better yeah, a bit better um, for anyone thinking of punting yeah so it's usually in call <laughs> and out call the, the standard the set price roughly for like normal prostitutes okay online is £100 in call so that's for an hour let me just write but this then, down. They, then a lot of the time because it's in call they're in their own pad or whatever they haven't got to travel anywhere they'll do half hour appointments as well so we got half hour £60 or £100 for an hour <laughs> But out calls usually 150 quid, so they're covering it's an extra 50 quid for them to travel Not to cover their to travel their costs yeah. for, to, to come into you and all oh, the rest plumber. of it. Um, Sparks. So yeah, I've looked into. <laughs> so I've done it both ways round. So when I did find one that I liked, <laughs> the lovely Evelyn, um, <laughs> my girlfriend, my last proper girlfriend. That was your last uh, proper girlfriend, wasn't it? <laughs> when people oh, ask right. you, when was your last relationship? So, oh, I Evelyn. mean, you could say I had more of a relationship with Margaret than I did with Evelyn. Um, but anyway, when you're going to is that the one you're going to start a photography business with? Yeah, yeah, no, not business with. I said I'll take her photos. She's like, sell them. Like, oh, I love you. <laughs> Before she got trafficked, I was like, look, I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. Look, I do photography. And uh, yeah, I tried to impress her with my photos. She's like, oh, but she was actually quite. She was impressed enough to suggest meeting up. So I did actually. I did put this to her. I said like, oh, so what about those photos? But then she. I think did she you ever get Belgium by them? Did you ever get anything for free? No. Well, that was what I was angry. That's what I was angling towards. I was like, look, I'll take some photos, and then, well, rather than me just giving my money back to you, you may as well just, uh, you know, <laughs> wank me uh, off. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm taking a, a photo, profile, then. would you do that if you like? If she was a mechanic, you go. Well, uh, you wouldn't mind changing my oil before well, you go. What she look like? Yeah, the mechanic, like Kylie. If she looked looked right, then yeah, obviously. Was the best uh, no, female yeah. mechanic. Yeah, Kylie was What's a good mechanic. This? Anyway, so I looked on like. Um, so yeah, it's cheaper to go to. See so them. this week you it's looked again. So the, the thing is, right? Okay, I'm was Natalie and Brulia. I was thinking about. Talk- but this isn't really comedy sketch, is it? It's not really. Like for anyone listening, they wouldn't find it. They find it tragic more than funny. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, you be the judge. I'll see. I'll see. I've got a feeling you guys are going to be laughing more than crying by, when I tell you this story. So I think it's funny. We'll so I'm, I'm quite confident. In fact, I know no, that anything. We, yeah, because I know anything. Anything that's fucking embarrassed me, I know is going to make you laugh. Yeah, but if you walk the, out there now and a, and a piano fell on your head and squashed you, we would like laugh straight away and then go, "Oh my oh, god!" Oh shit! Like, so, dad. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. we know you, we find it funny. Yeah, but anyone okay. listening that doesn't know well, you, no, okay, this this is why. To all <clears> come on, I've got, let's, I've got, get, let's get to the point. Let me, I've, got to explain, the I've got to explain. I've got to explain. Well, I'm, I've got to explain um, what what happened the last time before I can explain why I went to Hemel. Was there a little secret one? Yeah, so there's a secret one. So I, I touched on this briefly. I, said, I mentioned to Barry. I was like, I haven't told you the last. So the last time, but it was it was shortly. After, I had a spree, didn't I, last year? <laughs> I had a bit of a, you know, a, a lady like in the night spree. Serial killer. Yeah, I was like, I'm not really trying. <laughs> Greg Bundy, because <laughs> uh, I've like not, uh, yeah, I've not really, I've not really delved into that world. I've, I've done it occasionally on holiday or whatever, and I thought, oh well, fuck it, let's see what's going on here. Um, and yeah, and I, and it's hard work. It's it's hard. You think it's hard? Tinder's hard work here, yeah, but I've realised that. Are we talking about sex here? Aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. why last year you no, started? No, no, the sex isn't hard work. It's finding one that you want to have sex with, yeah, and yeah, they'll yeah, come no. over to your house and all the rest Is of it. Is that why you started growing a big beard and big curly hair? Last year. What? Greg Sutcliffe. 
Oh right, got you. Yeah. Greg West. <laughs> uh, Greg West. Hungry. Uh, right. No. So what was it all about? Fucking last year. You, you had a few dilly dallies yes, last so, yes, year. Yes, Come so on, I, man. I did. I did an away. So I had. A, I an got away a couple, day. I did. A, I did an away game. I had a couple to my. I had a couple of home games, as I like to call them. Where the horse. I mean, where the ladies the of the night come to you. Oh, it's a nasty call. Horse. It's dirty. You filthy. Ladies of the night's better. It's a bit Sopranos in it. Um, exploited women. Yeah, trafficked women, things, yeah. you know, the things. I had a couple of things. Let's not start <laughs> this up. You know, this is uh, this is this no, is yeah, serious horrible. sex crime. There's, there's a reason I, this sort of thing's illegal. The problem is they don't. Some, they, some of them don't do themselves any favour. I, 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 I'm was ruining, asking for it. Oh, no, is that what you're say? I'm ruining my proud bear. What do you mean they don't do themselves any favours? <laughs> don't wear any makeup. Some don't wash properly. Um, not so much Fred West, but John West. <laughs> anyway, the last time, so. I thought, because I, I said to you, I, I talked about this on the podcast. I said, like, oh, I went to see Eva in Hem- in Wickham. Cause she's like, she came to me first. I was like, oh, I had a really good experience with her because my experiences before that had been a bit shit. And in fact, I hadn't even come with a prostitute until until her, I think. Oh. I think she was the first one, like, who, like, yeah, even got me off. And I was like, well, surely that's their job. They're going to be good at that. Then after that, I was like, okay, right. So then I relaxed a bit with it. And I was like, well, I'll try. And I went away to Wickham and just thought, I'll try another one. But then they weren't what they were meant to be. So let me just... They put, weren't what they were right, meant to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop a minute. I've got to ask you a question. <laughs> so you didn't come with a prostitute. So that means that. your brain must have been ticking over with loads of the shit. And you oh, yeah. Like, the what moment. the fuck am I doing? Why am I paying for sex? This is sad. What Do am I doing? This is pathetic. No, not in the slightest. No, I just didn't like the prostitutes. Oh, bit defensive there. That was quick. <laughs> no, they just weren't very... They weren't good, no. Because, like, the one who was good... What position were they in when you came? Uh-huh. Uh, what the what? what dog, well, doggy, obviously. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, was, no, I was in her ass. I mean, no, I paid fifty pound and stuck up her ass. And said, "Oh, can you put this fairy murk in <laughs> while I fuck you in the ass?" And then I came. <laughs> obviously, no. I mean, I was doggy. Yeah, it's my thing. But I've done that with like other horse. Uh, there was one, but that was I blame that on amphetamines. When I was in uh, Vietnam, I didn't even have a jolly then. I, I was thinking, "Fuck it, how did I not come?" There? But that was just purely down to amphetamine, and because I was. Doing all sorts of shit I did there, which I shouldn't have. Um, I, I've just, I, I, bring it down doesn't matter. We've only got twenty listeners. It's cool. Twenty four now. Twenty four. <laughs> so, um, um, so last year you had dilly daddies. Were, were you about to disclose about having sex with a Vietnamese boy? No, it was a, it was a yeah. woman. It was a, oh, okay. No, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I just it's get confused. I mean, you said you did something I'll, that I'll you regretted. I was like, I'll roll oh, with whatever you say. He'll come do the big reveal. How deep can your voice go? It's true. If it's true, down, please. Low pang. <laughs> come down, please. Yes, I fucked many a boy. This one's and many, but I've got no, I've got no good stories about them. I can't like, like I've but fucked loads of men. I want to hear the story yeah. about. So last year, carry on with this one. So, so you did yes. dally. So no, so I, I I did my bit. I went to Wickham. Um, so I went to see Eva again. Mm. Oh no, sorry, that's what happened. So I went to see a different one, and it turned out to this fucking little rat thing answered the door. I was like, oh, thought one person was gonna. I was like, oh, expecting Splinter. I thought I was talking. Yeah, she looked like Splinter. I thought I was talking to this to one person. I was like, oh, can you send me another photo because I can't really see your your face. And then she, so she sent me another one, and it's sort of hot half of a face and I thought well I can make out enough I was like yeah that looks okay it looks, it looks human and the body looks good and everything else I was like okay this is before I knew how this worked half like, face like the, the photo's cut off 
at the top. Two face. Oh, okay. So you can see like you can see her jawline or whatever. I'm thinking like, like she a fag passion. I saw she had a reasonably pretty mouth and like uh, and not a grotesque jaw. So I was yeah, like, oh, okay, nice. Unless she's got some really weird fucking googly eyes yeah, in the top yeah, here. Yeah. I'm all she's over that. Probably all right. Uh, so yeah, so I got there. Then this fucking little splinter-looking thing that was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? It's not you, is it? And then it turned out it was meant to be her. And I was like, uh, yeah, sorry. But I had to just straight up say, you're fucking ugly. Like, you know what I mean? I've t- turned up there, they're fucking broth and gone, you're ugly. Is there anyone else here? Because I was expecting something, which is fair enough, because there was someone else in the fucking, I didn't say you're ugly, but I'd say, is there Either anyone? I do or I don't. And I was like, is there, there's someone else Either here. Either I do or I don't. What? No, that's what you'd say, because it's Eva, isn't it? What? Her name's Eva. Her name was Eva. No, 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 this one's not that Eva. That wasn't Eva. This is uh, not Eva. Eva's yeah. one he fell in love with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Eva, I'd only seen Eva joke. once at my house. I was considering seeing her again, but I thought, no, I'll play, I'll, I'll play, I'll go and see something else. Yeah. I uh, don't want to stick to one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The world's my oyster. I'm paying for it. Yeah, the world's my oyster. Because yeah. uh, in my head, I was like, oh, the horror report. That's just silly, because then you'll know, if you keep seeing the same one. You might as well get a girlfriend. Call it exactly. With Greg. And, and then you know she's fucking like loads of other people, which is cool, because you're like, oh, at least I know she's fucking other people, yeah. rather than worrying about fucking other people. But no, it's not. If you see one once, right, you could in your own head you can pretend she's just it's her first time, she's just come over, been forced to do it, you're her first and only client, then off she goes, that's it, and you don't have to worry about all this jealousy, like, oh I wonder if these other clients fuck her as good as me and all that, like it's not worth getting into, which I didn't really think of before, but it was only when I went to see her the second time. That's, the, be- that's so- the best thing about trafficked women. <clears throat> what? That they, you don't yeah. have to like no exactly you don't have to move on they'd probably get killed in yeah. wherever the next country they go to but I d- that's a horrible thing to say but that probably it's the truth I don't know what happens to them I'm like I've contacted Eva like look I'm not there yet though I'm still talking about the one yeah, sure. well, this rat thing turned up at the door and I was like no don't want to do you rat thing is there anyone else here she brought her mate in I was like her mate still wasn't what I was expecting she was like a bit chunky but then not too chunky I was like okay and then I was like, but yeah, I definitely fancied her more. And she had some like, white tits and I was like, she wasn't too ugly. So I was like, she wasn't ugly, but she wasn't super pretty. But yeah. anyway, she's, I was like, oh, do I either leave. I either leave disappointed, but I was like, I'm here now. I've got the taxi and everything. I've got a hundred yeah. quid. I was like, I'll oh, see, see what she can do. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Okay. I'll stay. And, let her, and she, yeah, and she managed, she did a good job. And I was actually quite, I was like, oh, considering I wasn't actually didn't that up for it with her. That was all right. I was like, well, maybe I'm more getting more used to this whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so, so I mean, like, and she made me come or whatever. The next time, I, 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 so the next time though, I was like, right, but I was still led down. I got, I was like, I'd rather see Eva again. I was like, right, I'll go and see Eva. I'll go and see her again in Wickham. Like she said, she comes to come to me. It's cheaper. I already know her. There's no fucking whatever. I know exactly what I'm expecting. But when I knew exactly what I was expecting, so it wasn't as good the second time. I went there. Mm. I was expecting it to be even better because like, oh, we'll build up a thing now. But it weren't. I was like, no, I want a different one every time. Unless because there's no, I'm not building up any relationship thing there. Really, yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. Showed her my photos. But that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> like, and she you didn't about, like, take pictures of the other one. Eh? The, no. The one that's oh, no, 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 replacement no, mate, for no. the rat. No, no. But anyway, so... Look at my photo. <laughs> yeah, but then after all that, so after that one, I didn't do anything for a while. <laughs> Look at my photo. I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So after all that, if they don't like after him, all I that, bet he it'd goes, been a while. Well, I paid to fuck you, not to get your it'd been opinion. A while. And then I had all that shit with uh, with Kerry. Fuck it, I don't always use her real name. I don't know if she still listens. And uh, and she was like, oh, well, and she heard about it all in the podcast, me talking about it, and was like, oh. And then she goes like, oh, well, I was thinking about like, yeah, maybe I would have hooked up with you if you hadn't slept with the, with the prostitutes. I was like, well, I only slept with the prostitutes because you said you wouldn't hook up with me in the foot. Like that's why I've gone down this route. And then she went try to turn it back. Oh, fucking weird. That's I mean, that's, 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 that
I only crashed the car into those people because you said you wouldn't get back to me anyway. What was the point? I mean, no. I only shoplifted all those not quite the of same thing. Not quite the same thing. Said, but like, I said, like, oh, let's hook up. And she's like, nah. And I was like, okay. So then I ended up having an embarrassing thing on Tinder. I was like, well, fuck that. I'm never doing that again. I was like, yeah, well, what, what other option have I got? Yeah, I'll go the whore route rather than going uptown by myself and embarrassing myself because you can't go out by yourself chatting up girls. It's weird. Michael no. Gove does. Uh, well, pardon, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not as cool as Michael Gove, so, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the last time I got one in and I was like, oh, just sort of like didn't want to. But then I was like, oh, God, yeah, actually, I was like, no, and then I got excited again. I was like, yeah, a new one. You can find another Eva. I was like, it took you ages, though, fucking a few goes to fucking find a decent it's like one last when you're time. you're looking at buying a stereo or buying anything, you like to do loads of reviews. But I got you. I've, I've learned how it works now. This is why I did have to do this mission to fucking help. I've, I'm taking up way too much time with it, but it doesn't matter. No, it's um, fine. Should, it's a great story. Uh, so she came over to the, she came over to my house. This, this one. Is this the secret one? This is the secret one, yeah. So I just, right. this is what I remember Kayla and Ursula were back. Uh, uh, it was like October. It's about this similar time. Right. It's sort of Halloween time, I think. And see, I just sneakily got one in on the Saturday, and I was like, yeah, yeah, rang about a bit, and then picked. One. I was just like, yep, yeah. oh yeah, shoot, she's like completely opposite to anything else I've done before. I was like, yeah, I've had one that looks like her, and then, disabled. So, so uh, yeah, well, she, no, what turned up was disabled. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, she, uh, she's lovely. Turned up, and <laughs> she came boarding out a taxi. I was like. That's not her. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. I've like, done it again. <laughs> I've been duped again. But she's keep doing but this. this, this thing is, she was really good at sex. No, no. I mean, she, she made me come, right? But she had to, I was like, the weird thing is. <laughs> she forced you to yeah, come. Yeah, no. It was the weirdest. I was just, it was the weirdest sexual thing I've ever done. Right, I've done come some on weird then. shit. Come on then. I've done some weird cuckold shit and all the rest of it. But paying someone to have sex, which you don't even, you wouldn't even seek, like, I, I wouldn't, uh, if she paid me, like, like, I wouldn't pay. I mean, if she paid me, I wouldn't have sex with her. Yeah. And I was paying her. It was like, fuck you. I mean, she could come up to me and go, it's 200 pounds. She didn't talk like that. She was used to Did you feel like Wayne Rooney? Uh, well, not, what? That's what yeah, you did. Yeah. You slept with old ladies. Sort yeah, of thing, yeah. So I just felt like I was doing that. I was like, paying. I'm she was like, a little bit like Wayne Rooney. She's not, she wasn't old, but she was fucking dumpy and I had no fucking shit. Like, it was horrible. But she no made teeth. me feel guilty because she sat, sat down, made me go, like, sorry, I was expecting this. Showed her the advert and was like, you're not her. I don't, I really don't find, like, I can't. I know, and I was like, and I felt bad. Photo like, boy. <laughs> click, click, clip. We'll take pretty picture. She's like, but, oh, but then, she, and then I look on her face, I was like, God, I'm telling her she's too ugly. And I've got to set, she's been, to spent ages in a taxi coming over here. And I'm going to kick her out and go like, sorry, you're too ugly. You're not who I was expecting. But that's exactly what I should have fucking said. Instead of doing what I did and going, and just going, oh, go on then. <laughs> Hands your ear. Just you know, I'm not attracted to you because I felt guilty. I felt bad for saying like you're too ugly. Get out of my house because I'm a fucking nice guy. Look, I'm, yeah, a nice nice guy. Guy. I'm a fucking nice guy. Oh, am a nice guy? The nice thing would have been to go. I'm actually trying to rescue girls like you, and I want you to just have Phil get paid, not have to do this awful thing you're forced to do for the day. That would have been better. Have I, I should have, have just given her the money. I should have just given her 150 quid. And let her go. Yeah, exactly. You would have felt that would have been really amazing. good. Oh, that would, that's perfect. I was that would like, have been no, really nice. I was going, go on then, you fucking ugly cow. Make me come. Just laid on my back. Go on, go on then. <laughs> See if you can get that droopy fucking thing to do whatever. Go on, keep tugging at it. And I was like, oh, fuck me, you did. Well done. Well done, my dear. That's what I was so impressed about because I was so up for it. She somehow managed to just like, just going out, like, <laughs> doing everything she could. And then I was like, oh, my dear, how did you manage to do that? Like, yeah. What did she say? 
I put on a deep voice and pretended a deep voice and pretended to be a bloke called Frank Sparks. That's how I did it. I know you didn't find me very attractive, but people say I'm quite funny as well. Actually, it's Jackie Potato. I did it like I was mashing the potatoes. Was she crying? on her ass. Was she crying as she was doing it? Is that why you come? So that was um, the so yeah. One. So then when that happened, I was like, I was like, oh fucking fuck the whore game. I'm never doing this I'm again. Like, I was like, well, I'll just make sure that I'm doing the the photo thing. Going like, look, if you're fo- if you're not the person in the photo, I will be turning you away at the door. I don't care how far you've come in a fucking taxi. Yeah. Um, so you but then, rules. So, so then I thought, well, actually, on the flip side of that, I was like, oh, well, let's try out some of the, the go tos. If I go to them without spending any money on a taxi or whatever, that's why I decided on the electric bike. So I was just going to go on the bus, play my switch, go up to Hemel, because all the, the, the brothels are in Hemel and Wickham. They're not, there's none locally. And you've got good talk <laughs> on an electric bike or electric skateboard to get away if they go, wait a minute, come in. And exactly. You go, you go That's exactly... <laughs> silently away. Is that why you got it then? What? Is that why you actually brought the electric bike? Stalk the street. <laughs> looking for <laughs> prostitutes. Yeah, well, yeah. No, so I've got a means to go like and try... Street hawk. So I'm I'm like, like yeah, street hawk. Yeah, so I've got a means of going to try brothels without losing any money then you don't feel like an idiot and go like oh I've spent loads of money to get here and it's rubbish otherwise I just go, go on my electric bike and go oh it's shit never mind cool I like riding my electric bike anyway which is what I did I tested the range to Hemel so I got there so I was expecting to see a 23 year old Korean girl got there and it was like a 43 maybe I mean possibly even more year old I mean she may have been Korean but she did not look like she did not look like a fucking Tongan. manga drawing I was expecting to fuck a manga drawing yeah. I mean some proper henchai shit or whatever and it, it was like some old mum like, ah, oh, you want this? I'm now like an old lady from a chip shop. And I was like, fuck it, Mr. Hell. Miyagi. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Did you do? Did you free her for the next hour? Yeah, well, obviously. I was only going to go for half an hour. So I turned up. I turned up and was like, I was like, oh, when I realised I'd been duped again, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, fuck me, duped again. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh shit, I've, I haven't got the cash. I've just realised I've got to get the cash out. And so I just double back. I was like, yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Back in a minute. And double back out the door. I was like, fucking hell, and just <laughs> back over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Headphones blaring. Because hold on. The reason, yeah. Hold on. I was like, just go home and have a wank. You weren't going to bother. I knew he was just thinking, no. Just go Where back. Go. Tested the range well. well no, Exactly, and I now know that I can do 35 miles on my electric bike at about 40 miles an hour, like top speed. So you, you can get any prostitute within a range of 35 miles. Yeah, and that's quite quite quite, that's good. quite a good range. Whack, so if I can charge the, the boat, drag him off that's Wickham. Wickham, Wickham yeah. some good um, ones, no, so I'm going back. So I'm going back to the agency route now, and apparently the central escorts, which is advertised on Viva Street, is real. I thought their pictures were fake because I'm sure I rang them before, and I was like, I would like to see. Sophia, please, or Sonia, and they've got all the, the women on their website, and they all look fucking stunning, they're all bangers. And I was like, yeah, it seems too good to be true. And when I, I'm sure I fucking messaged them before, and they go, okay, these girls are available, and it's like these fat, <laughs> these fat black girls, I don't know, the fat black Brazilian girls. They just weren't, weren't what I was looking for, basically. Uh, not because they're black, not because they're fat. Uh, just, just well, Brazilian. A mix. It would have been it for me. Brazilian. It would have been the fatness. I just don't like. Yeah, it was the fatness, really. Because you know, got yeah, they happened to be black. It wasn't like, but they just were the opposite. I was looking for like a slim blonde girl or whatever, and yeah, fat black girl just didn't fit the thing. And I was like, well, these aren't the things you're, the women you're uh, looking for. advertising. But anyway, so I messaged, I messaged the same uh, agency yesterday, and they said, they said, um, I said, I know your photos aren't real. So yeah, don't start with me on that. Um, so just tell, just send me some photos of the actual girls that you've got. 
And they said, no, the, well, the, no, those are the real girls. So I think I've got mixed up or whatever. I, I don't know yet until I've actually seen one of them. Uh, so I said, okay, cool. If those are, I looked at the photos. I was like, fucking hell, okay. Um, so which of those are free? And they sent me the five that were free. And I was like, fucking hell, got excited. And then, but then it was getting quite late. I wanted to see a girl during the day yesterday. And then um, it was getting late. And I was like, oh God. And she's like, she'll ring you in a bit. And, it's, and I was like, I don't know, I'm sort of, I want to, yeah, I wanted some afternoon your food delight. schedule as well. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 when on. I want it, I was like, I want it at one o'clock. Chase I was denied. Um, but anyway, so Caroline, I was, hooking, I was look, arranging to meet, oh, Carolina, Carolina, I'll show you a picture of her, if it is her. And she was supposedly coming, but I said, actually, can we reschedule for today? So I was meant to do it today before you turned up. I was meant to be getting one round today oh, at uh, the afternoon time. Because they said they're 24-7, but then they haven't answered anything, uh, any of my what, texts. What's that, the age since. range? How, <laughs> yeah. how much do these girls charge for... This is well, they're they're, they're hundred pound on paper, but then if they come to you, it's hundred forty. Yeah, apparently hundred forty quid, and then extras. So uh, <laughs> blowies without condoms, etc., will be ex like whatever okay. extra. So what do you get for the basic hundred? For just basic like, hundred, just a, like hands. a blowy with a, a lot of them do blowies with the johnny on, which is fucking yeah. retarded. Um, but yeah, COVID, but COVID and all that. Do you, um, do you and, wear then, masks and then when just you do sex. It? Uh, do you do a mask when you do it? No, obviously not. No, do you, you swap her nose. <laughs> <laughs> does a, he does a PCTR, PCR test on him. Um, does an antigen. Well, no, so, test. It's been a while since I've done it. But, um, good on you. Good on but you. No, so I'm, sti- I'm sticking well, on. I'm here now. I'm a I'm, good wingman. I'm, yeah. I'm just intrigued to know what uh, what is actually going on in that world. Because yeah, I course. reckon I don't think- after the podcast tonight, we'll take a walk. We only don't need to go around four streets. We're bound to bump into someone. And I'll wingman for you. <laughs> Someone just hanging around the street. Man, woman. <laughs> so next dog. week we should have a great story, hopefully about um, a lovely young lady in the week. Well, I'm going to shut up now. You guys can talk. You guys have a talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, it was a great story. We'll do. So thank you for that, Greg. And that was Greg's punting with Greg for this week. I believe you wanted to talk about something, Chris, or do you? Uh, not? I was just going to say because uh, the other thing with being away, you have like basic. Telephone package. Uh, telephone package? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> TV package, don't you? When you go away, they never have like... Oh, yeah, in like stay places so where we stay. Got an Airbnb, got a cottage. It was really lovely. Everything Secret cameras in the walls? It was just all basic things. Well, they could do what they like. Did you look for all the little someone. cameras? I did. I gave it a swipe round. <laughs> I've got one of those magnet things. If there's a... Shouldn't be somewhere like in some wall that's not just a stud wall, I will investigate. That's right. That's what you got to um, do. Yeah, so I used a masher to get in it was just a nail that had snapped off in there but I noticed on Channel 5 all their programmes now are like the parody programmes that Partridge yeah like up. saunas British sa- British hot tubs saunas saunas with Schofield everything is so and so with so and so so and so with so and so and it's like there's a few of them that have been quite good because like Michael Portillo I think it's been quite redemptive for him his tele- his TV things because he's actually quite a charming caring man and he admits now he got his politics a little bit wrong and skewed you know he was a prize prize cunt wasn't he but um, you know he does really nice train programs and he lived in a flat with a single mum for a week so I, it got me thinking though if they do those shows they should only be do- done if they're like redemptive so it's only can be someone who's done something that then has to be switched around. So I thought about like Dominic Raab's Arabs, and Dominic Raab has to go and live with different <laughs> Arabs and yeah, and that. Or so this, is, this is an anagram base. So Dominic Raab, obviously, Arab is obviously an anagram of Raab. Yeah, but, but that's just luck. That's oh, was that luck? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, extra game then. No, no, no. Um, I also thought about snorkeling with Barry Moore. 
<laughs> Not bad. And um, um, Kate Humble's Humble Pie. And this is Kate Humble bakes the poorest pies known to human mankind. Oh, okay. So that is. Um, so. <laughs> The other thing I noticed with watching TV and there not being a massive variety is that there's a number of adverts that have been on for as long as I can remember. Well, not as long as I can remember, but at least 10 years. Like that M&M's one where they walk in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, and he's and hiding it's in like, the cupboard. Yeah, yeah, hiding in the fucking, cupboard. Yeah, hey, the M&M's Stu. fucking a woman. Yeah, Stu's home. You were going to eat him and all that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like that feels like that's been on for too long. Um, I think that's a bit like the Nescafe shit though it's sort of moved on it's like there's been different what versions you mean, of the that Nesca- story uh, like drama I think yeah the, what, the they M&M, just polished the, it up yeah I think in one minute he was he was fucking him in the kitchen and then he called and they called him in the kitchen and they called him in the bathroom and they called I think they've, they've caught the M&M's fucking the, the wife in different yeah, have, you ever, in the house? <laughs> have you ever turned up at a house to punt and it's been an M&M <laughs> To pun, turn up at a house. To, I'm turning There's up to John. Pun. I'm a John. I assume there's prostitutes here. <laughs> no, oh. I'm, I'm up to I'd pun. like to eat them. <laughs> Just us two M and M's. Okay. Peanuts in that one. Peanuts M and M's. I've been duped again. I've been duped again. Only M and M's can make me come. I, I just stuck eight M and M's down my jack's eye. That's the only way I could come. Um, I, I want to go back to Vietnam and find that that one. That, that boy that, no, no, the one that, that, one that boy. point that I was going at for like four hours that, that one poor, boy that poor, that, poor little boy, that poor little boy I'd bugger to death on a pill in uh, after four hours Kenneth Williams <laughs> I also Ow. thought about the chase and the real genius with the chase is that no matter what like you think you're going to beat the um, what they called who are the, the people you're chasers. beating? The chasers. They're not the chasers, though, because yeah, they are chasers, yeah. aren't they? That is what they're called, <laughs> yeah, they're actually. Called the chasers. They're called the chasers. Uh, so the chasers, the, um, it's a, the genius isn't that they're really good at quizzing. It's, it's that they manage to get it to end just on like an hour mark every single day. Yeah, well then... There's, they time yeah, it. Because, that's because Bradley Walsh... That's, you know how they do that, because Bradley Walsh does one of those really awkward, drawn-out comedy bits he goes that's a bit like did it and he'll stare blankly for ages and then and the, the audience go because they're forced to laugh mm. it's just really stretched out because there's some proper uh, proper banter that they have and you're like oh okay it's not bad it's a little bit cringe but then some bits are really cringe like the back and forth between the, the uh, Dark Destroyer and Bradley yeah. and it goes on it's for awkward, a bit too long it? and that's the padding that's how it gets Who to the hour has the best son Bradley Walsh's son or the other guy who's on the Sunday well Bradley Walsh's son's got sons so no, who do you reckon's the best son is it Bradley Walsh's Walsh. son or the or Kemp or the Kemp, Kemp son Kemp obviously he's, he's, he's proven himself to, to he's, I've heard him talk and like present his own radio show all I've heard, heard the thing he, I've heard, all I've heard mate do is go like ah yeah and he's gone on that uh, cycling thing going like yeah yeah I'm doing the cycling thing I was on that program with my dad <laughs> and that's all I've heard him say pretty much like he's I right. think Kemp said had done a bit more I no, can't I think he's spot. Well, you know I don't like that Sunday program with him too on it oh god yeah it's terrible it's, it's horrible. horrible oh god yeah, it's not as good as me talking about prostitutes, is it? No, Does anybody want to do a little bit of a, a music film quiz? Yeah, go on then. Oh, okay. Anyone got a quiz? I got a quiz. Let's do it. Right, right. So this is it follows a similar format to what we've done before. These are movie quiz questions. Cool. All right. Okay. Music based, I think. Let's see if we can get them. So, in Five Hundred Days of Summer. What band was Tom listening to when he first met Summer? I don't oh, know. I've seen it. fuck. I've seen it and I know... Oh, shit. What's this? Oh. 
don't, oh no, don't. <laughs> Uh, Joy Division. Smith. Oh, Smith. Smith. Oh. I guess from that impression. So, um, who sang the like James Bond theme song for Spectre? Oh, Adele. No. Oh, it's uh, uh, not Alicia Kit. No, Alicia Kit. No, that's that was something that was in one before, wasn't it? Alicia Keys. And no. Is that your answer? I've yeah. got another answer no. then. Sam Smith. It is Sam oh, Smith. Sam Smith. Oh, Spectre, yeah, because that's the that's so newest one. if you get one. an answer wrong, next person has a go. If they get it wrong, next person comes back again. <laughs> okay, Spectre's well, that's the newest yeah, one, that's isn't good. it? Spectre's the newest one until, like, until the Phoebe Waller-Bridge one. You don't really know a lot about James Bond, so leave it to the experts, mate. Shut up. Broccoli people. So Broccoli you've, people. But you've no, no, but... got a point each at this point, yeah? All right, okay. Okay. Yep. Going on to the next question here. I think we said five questions. Yeah, we'll start with five. Few, we're a few in now, aren't we? Yeah. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins featured on the eight. He's got it. Okay, that's far enough. Okay. You can have that. Yeah. Don't test me on Kenny. That's obviously as well. He's quite... hmm, this Which 1977 movie featured disco songs by the Bee Gees? Staying, Staying Alive. alive. Uh, so Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, Fever. you got that. Yeah, Saturday Night, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Staying Alive. Staying Alive film, is a, isn't it? It's yeah. a song. No, Staying Alive is a song so, from it. And yeah. a film. No, it's a sequel. Isn't it a sequel as well? No, I thought Staying Alive was the sequel. Saturday Night Fever is the film. Staying Alive is a tune in the film. What's the sequel? It's got Friday in, hasn't it? Oh, I don't know, yeah. isn't There is a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. It's Staying Alive. I thought it might have been called Staying Alive. Which musician sang Let It Go in Frozen? Oh, uh, 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 I know, I do know this. Just let Greg probably watch this with a prize and their kid. Yeah, yes. Can I take pictures of it? L begins with an L, no. Is Elmo. No, her name begins with an L. L McPherson. It's got an L in it. Just give me the first letter of her name. I. I? Yeah. Oh. Second letter? D. So you want me to spell it out for you? <laughs> yeah. Idina Menzel. Oh, no. He no, sorry, so I didn't know that. I thought it was, someone, I thought it was recorded it. by someone else. Okay. He didn't know it. So the, uh, the scores remain. One, oh, then. fuck. Let it go. Peter Gray. Let it go. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross won an Academy Award. Social Network. Yes, you're right. Wow, that's some good. That's it, was it? That's very good. Right, so we're going to say first to five. Greg's on three, you're on one. Yeah, that's very impressive. Here we go. Blame Canada is an Academy South Park Award. movie. Big look, bigger uncut. Bigger and uncut or whatever. So th- what are you saying? South Park the movie, longer, I'm bigger, saying South uncut. Port, long, South Park, longer, longer bigger, uncut. bigger, uncut movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you nitpick it to give Barry a point. You can have it. It's very close. Uh, I'll have to go with the person who gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> You're the movie guy, That's Craig. Punting course, movie guy. He's a punting he movie guy. He knows about punting the movies. Here we go. Here we Especially go. movies He's about punting. He's a thrill-seeking jack. Okay, that's too easy. Life goes on. By the time you've read this, (laughs) here we go. Who wrote? You've got a friend in me for Pixar's Toy Story. Yes, you're in. Oh, oh, I knew that. Which song by the Doors played during the opening credits of Apocalypse Now? No, this is the the storm. This is the end. I need the correct name. Neither of you. That's the correct name. Thank wow. you. That's five points. That's it. He's done it. Greg's won it. Well, well I just oh, want to say 
Congratulations, Greg. Uh, how are you feeling uh, after winning that quiz? Elated. Okay, well, let's do my little quiz now. So I'm going to ask you each. Indi- you can choose who wants to go first, and the person who goes first may get an advantage to this. So who wants to go first? I'll obviously want Thank to go you, first because you did it first. Now I want you to try and sing uh, the work "God Save the Queen," all of it, as much as you can remember of it, and then Greg can go next. Okay, I'll pick up where. God save our gracious Greg. queen. God save our noble queen. God save our queen. Dun, 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 dun. Send it's, her whoa. victorious, wow. happy and glorious, long to reign over us. God, God save our queen. queen. And then after that, is that all you know? I think so. I yeah. reckon that's all most people know. But well done, you had a good attempt. I think if you know that bit, you can pretend you can make out your English. You can make out your English. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like the next verses get really controversial. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, no, 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 I'm thinking of human traffic now. It's like, we're trying to be ourselves. No, don't don't, don't want to do be no one don't else. It's hard being cool. <laughs> that is the worst. That's, that's the worst thing. Human your traffic was going to your body when you hear that. <laughs> oh, what? Did I watch that one in 98? You oh, loved it. It was one of your favourite It's talking to me. It's exactly like that. We haven't oh, talked God. this week about what we've been watching this week, and you've had a lot of time to punt and watch stuff on oh, Netflix Greg yeah and uh, I've watched some stuff as well mm, I mm. watched Sean Locke two episodes of 15 stories high but we mm. need to see a bit more of that before yeah. we talk about it because I didn't rate it it was like Tommy well, no, we, we did but it's alright yeah we said it was similar to the YouTube show that we made but I actually thought the acting our acting was better than yeah, a lot of the did. scenes yeah of course you did <laughs> <laughs> more than my acting <laughs> obviously Sean uh, Locke's you know, yeah. better than Sean Locke <laughs> but, but Sean Locke well, yeah Sean Locke's not an actor and he's not, no. and he's not really a stand up comedian he used that platform to do stand-up jokes I watch. In, a, in a setting and it, it does kind we'll of we'll talk about that more when we've seen it all funny. we can't really watch it on t- like you said you've got to watch more than a couple it's of episodes a bit so it's interesting it. there's, lots of, there's some quite good actors involved yeah. but they're not they're like the women playing the taxi drivers for instance that was all very weird and that like, Toby crap, guy like. as well Toby that actor that's played not Winston Churchill he's played Toby Maguire no the blonde haired chubby one you know that actor no there's another guy who was in that British film of Craig Fairbrass. Oh yes, I do. He's one. in the he's in the um, that metal detector thing. Yes. Oh, Toby Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's okay, in right, okay. Well. Yeah, right. He must be young in that. When he well, must. There's exactly like same. all Oscar. There's like Oscar sort of. Uh, it's good that it's on the iPad again, though. I know it's a bit shit that they haven't done this because, like, it's been on limited. Yeah. Release. It's, it's not being open. I want to mention this because you Get did it. say when we were talking on about we're back, like mm. obviously dissing buffering and Ian yeah. Sterling and everything. Um and then you were like, Oh, this is a shame when you know Sean Locke's thing, fifteen stories. I was like, Well, in, in fairness to buffering, I'd say the acting on the whole is better in buffering uh, than it is in off. fifteen stories. <laughs> Look, yeah. like, I like fifteen st- stories more, like by default, because mm-hmm. it's obviously because it like Ian Sterling's Ian Sterling and that it, 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 what that represents that that was like what Sean Locke was doing is guerrilla f- like TV if you know what I mean mm. guerrilla TV making which is sort of what we felt we were doing with our TV show so I do respect it in that sense but it still is low quality but I, I still liked it there was another new uh, comedy the horse is good as well. out this week with that yeah. female comedian where she's been in prison for 18 years I didn't see all that series it was a new series but it's only on the iPlayer it's called uh, I'm Back or I'll Be Back that looks quite good mm. that's uh-huh. quite funny she's been in prison there's loads of like that guy 
Liam Williams is in it as well. He's in one oh, of the right. episodes, like where she's going on dates and stuff. And the guy from Utopia's in it. It's her boyfriend, uh, the Asian mm. dude, who's like he's in loads of stuff. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. in it as well. Yeah. Um. So that, that's quite good. Yeah. Um. Well, I watched Married at First Sight UK this week. And uh, Greg <laughs> hates it with a passion. <laughs> and Izzy don't like it. But they're like, you can't watch this shit, yeah? It's shit. But because obviously, I talked about this before ages ago on the podcast, and I watched all the Australian ones and got into it during lockdown. Maybe it was lockdown, maybe go a bit crazy. But I got into it and was watching it. I loved it. And if they haven't done it, then it should be getting sacked. They should be getting sacked. Got to watch like the British one, because they've done it like the Australian one, where they get all the couples and then they put them all in a hotel. But I'm not. So I watched the first two episodes, and then I'm like, I am out. There was one thing that happened in it that put me off and I was like, I am out of this. So I wouldn't mind watching it, right? If they put two people together and they actually, the show actually did like one, I get it if they want them to get together and stay together or whatever. Yeah. But the bit where it really put me off was, um, so we know it's not real, but they do say, oh, it's they're scientifically matched and all that. Yeah. And you would hope that they do try and match them up to the best of their abilities. That's what you want them to do when I watch it. I like. I just want to see... How, I don't mind if they argue or it kicks off, but I would like them to try their best. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? But when you see the wedding reception of, of these this couple, right? And he says... They start having a conversation, him and the bride, the bride who've just got married, obviously don't know each other. And then he says, oh, I, I want a family. Yeah, I want a big family. And she goes, oh, I don't want kids. You think, she obviously haven't done a very yeah, good yeah, job. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. well, that's something that meeting someone straight away and going, I, I don't actually want to fuck you tonight. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Stay yeah, yeah, away yeah. from me. But it's it's weird. It just seems like extremely cynical. Like because in Come Dine with Me, you know, they're doing it on purpose, and you know, and it's like right, okay. They go like they set it up, and they go yeah. they go like, oh well, I'm quite shy, and I don't like I really don't like people who like like talk too much. And then it would cut to the next person who goes, I just talk all the time. I can't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and then it would cut to them at dinner. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. set the drama up and then you know that it's about that. But, you know so you're like, saying, but if when it, yeah. people like that, that's a massive thing, isn't it's it? It's a big not, thing, yeah. Not, so you'd think, whether right. you have kids or don't have kids, yeah. to say the science involved, surely that that's like the main, the, apart from the, oh, now the marriage is done, that's the mm. biggest thing in a relationship, isn't it? Whether you have kids or not, really. Yeah. As, yeah, to, yeah, for, yeah. For eternity, like, or whatever. But like, you, eternity. But, you know what I mean? Uh, you know the, the thing you life. just said, like at the wedding, like she, that's the thing you say. It does interview and before that, and before even the whole wedding, she's saying, I don't want kids. Oh, uh, well, that's just yeah, incompetence, yeah. isn't and it? And he's saying... I, you so could they sue them for that then. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should do because if you think you've got this show, spent weeks studying yeah. these two. We asked him every question apart from the kids thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Exactly. you'll be you're put on there making me a mug to make out me, me a mug and actually basically want arguments, want it to kick off. Yeah. And it did show. It said, you know, they always show those bits of coming up in the series, like it says yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. And it did show the bit where some guy's crying and he's broken down, and everyone's going, "You're right, mate. She's not worth it." And Was all she this. worth it? Though? I don't know, but that's it. So yeah, I'm no, done. I'm out. I'm out. You'll be pleased horrible. to hear. They're typically horrible specimens. It's usually, I hate to say it. It's, I it's don't such sound a like, shame, though. It's such a shame. Like, like, bit of like, <laughs> like, oh, I because hate women. We're better than that as But British. the women come off, tend to come off worse. In the first in the first episode, well, the first one I saw, they're all dicks, don't get me wrong, but what, that Geordie one in particular, the fucking, la- the orange thing. Yeah, they just put the, shows the half goes, top. I want this, I yeah, want yeah, that. Yeah, going like, oh, I want everything. And then I don't straight, like men like, that yeah, like this. And this guy was like, and she was lucky to have this guy. I thought this, she was punch it. If anything, this guy could do better than her. And she was like, oh, he's not what I wanted and like, not what exactly what I said. Like, I want muscle, exact muscles like this. I want his shoulders to be this big. And like, it's like, fuck it. Hell, have a look at yourself. It, You're not mm. like, 
And even if you were that great looking, that'd still be disgusting thing to, 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 to way to be shallow and fucking shit. I was going to say, you married at, one married at first sight. It, it used to be so innocent when it was on Channel Four because it was actually the original one. I think the it was original. a three-part series episode. Yeah, you're right, the original one, and they would try and get them together, in and they and would then... try and make it work, and they would try and say, why isn't it working? But this one, you can tell, it's just exploitative TV. Absolutely. It's basically... They just want to cash uh, in on the Australian one and do it even worse. Do what Australia That's did. Why they, they, and they're not even bother asking if they want kids or not. Quick as well. You know that stuff with editing nowadays, you can't mm-hmm. count more than... I know I'm getting old, but it's just so fast on everything. You can't concentrate. It's just like this, then this, then this is happening. Then we'll show, but anyway, that's it's enough of Marathon. It's, it's the worst shit. TV. The worst it's McDonald's TV, isn't it? One and a half seconds between each other. I've been, I've been talking what else have you been watching then Chris or any other thoughts in your head um, I was going to say about uh, brand new cherry red because you've been watching it now oh you've both seen well. that now brand new you? cherry flavour actually yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I, I actually like it because I, I didn't pay attention to it uh, when it was on before um, so brand new cherry flavours on Netflix for yes. anyone listening yes on Netflix yes. and it is uh, Rosa Salazar the yeah yeah and she is the one who's in Undone, that thing with Bob Odenkirk, the thing that's done in Rotoscope, yeah. the animation thing. That's good on Prime. Check that out. It's like a six-part thing. Yeah, six, yeah. Six, six I've, I've seen episodes. it advertised. Have you seen that? It's good. I haven't seen it's it really yet. Good. It's really good. Because I only went on Prime yesterday for the first and time she's in also, ages as well. So she's, like, she's, about, she's in her 30s. I think she's like 32, 33, something like that. Yes. But she's also... Alita, so who's about fourteen years old, Battle yeah. Angel. She's that's the eyes. Like yeah. she's, she's got really big eyes. Like, but uh, Rose, like yeah. Rose Salazar. Obviously, in Alita, her eyes were accentuated, but it's based on her face uh, in Alita Battle Angel. But anyway, yeah. And we took. You spoke about it before, but I cut it out because I was mumbling loads uh, in that particular bit. We were talking about it. Uh, so I cut it out and you were talking about whether you fancy like, I can't work out if I fancy or not and you said like um, and like Greg will not I mean and I was like yes I do and well, I've watched it properly I was like no I do fancy her I definitely do fancy her Excellent. have you seen have you watched up to episode 5 or whatever yet I finished it now oh you finished it right so yeah, yeah. the fucking David there's a bit of David Lynch type shit, yeah, shit but in that's there. what it, um, I mean that's the whole thing isn't yeah, it yeah well, like no, David Lynch thing but without Oh, there's just oh, no, it's not, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's it's, it's mixed up genre. I think it's meant yeah. to be mixing up like different direct like of that era, of the nineties or whatever. Yeah, chucking it all out. But I think it's it's quite original. I liked. I really liked it. I like the way. I'll tell you what I like about it is the fact narratively it's driven forward by the fact that every single character knows what's going on. There's no secrets. As soon as something happens, yeah, every yeah. character like finds out. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, and the, like the girl coming, going, yeah, she's there's a curse on me. Like yeah, they try yeah. to put a curse. Like, it's all out in the open. Everyone knows exactly what every character's doing, and that's quite good because it's just like it, mm. it just moves it forward like really quickly. Well, I don't know. I've got a lot of time on my hands, so I watch things really easily. But um, it's good though. I've, I've, yeah, I liked it. Um, I the, the ending, th- the ending was like a bit. I was like fucking. I was like, there's a bit out there. I, well, no, it made sense because it's basically it's a dra- drawn out. It's like a horror film, but drawn out, really. Yeah, exactly. The way it works. It's like, yeah. Got the next one now. Um, but yeah, that's all I'll say about it. Yeah. We've said enough. I, yeah, without ruining it. But yeah, you should, because you've watched a bit of it, Barry, didn't you? You've watched, you've watched it more than well, I did after the that first review, episode. I'm definitely going to dive right in now. Yeah. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to whack Netflix on and get that cranked out. <laughs> I watched that Bob Ross documentary out. on Netflix. That was good. All about the real yes. oh, yeah, the Bob riff. Ross and That's how he was. Right. isn't it? He he was a old lady. No, I've heard about it before. Yeah, the fucking old lady. <laughs> the old lady. <laughs> Seems like that. <laughs> old lady to get made him TV. Make them painted for me, Bob. Keep doing them and I'll ride you good. <laughs> Would you not fucking old lady? Huh? Yeah, that's done loads of times. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, yes, you have punting. Uh, no the Sunday brunch like boys had to shag each other to get on TV didn't they <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let, let's uh, I want to read you something unless you've got anything else you've been watching anything else good mm. yeah, um, yeah. Unt- yeah untold 
Untold. Both the, the boxing the one. I'm that? watching the Caitlyn Jenner one. So the, what the is first it? one. Where the, can I see it? On Netflix. So it's Untold okay. Sports Stories. But it's being told. Uh, so it's lying. From yeah, the but now they're told. It's the Untold till now. Is it, I guess is the it, idea of that. It, no, no, but it's right. It's, it's things you haven't heard of. So the first one, uh, fuck it with the two. Was it Indianapolis Colts? No. And Detroit fucking. Oh, who's the two teams? The basketball teams. It's really fucking good anyway. It ruined what one guy's career. It's, big, it's about this fucking dickhead crowd. It's a really rowdy game. Um, Detroit, uh, Detroit Pistons. Pistons. Yeah, Detroit Pistons. And, uh, Indianapolis. Was it Colts? Was it the Colts? I think so. It was Reggie Miller. It was Reg, whoever the team Reg, Reggie Miller played for, and he was like their talisman. He was like Jordan, and he was around sort of at the same time. Yeah. And he was, he was someone who never got the ring, basically. Never won a championship. Should have done, and it was his time to win it that year. Um, and this other young player was coming through as well, Jermaine something, and another guy who looks like one of the who looks like the guy who plays Wee Bay out of The Wire. Which, <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. Anyway, he was the one who sort of kicked it all off, this fight. Anyway, this the whole story is about this fight that happened, but it kicked off... The players thought it was one of those ones uh, match like you get in football. They're, they're discussing it saying, usually fights with basketball, it's, it's handbags like in football and no one really wants to fight, especially mm, in the NBA, but mm. big guys. And it's like, yeah, get yeah. messy. And, uh, so they, but they do a bit of pushing and shoving, but this got a bit too f- more than pushing and shoving, but no actual punches were thrown. <clears throat> um, and then this one player he lies down on the fucking thing. He's known to be a bit of a wild card and a bit of a fucking yeah. Larry, even with his own teammates and everything. But like they said, you need a guy like that in your team and he was good at what he did and all the rest of it. But anyway, he lay down on the score table while everyone was pushing each other around that. And he's like going really disrespectfully and sort of like, well, seen as being disrespectful. That'd be you. And that, yeah. And then, but then the fucking one of the Detroit Pistons dickhead fans or whatever went, Zhoo! and that's how it all kicks off. It all slows down and goes, and then this happened. Zhoo! And this like slow motion bottle comes out of the crowd and then fucking comes down on matey. And then it all just fucking goes, Bruh! he's like, what? Just fucking go. And then he just launches into the crowd, does a cantonar, just tears up there. Yeah. But he actually goes to the wrong guy. He doesn't know oh, who did no. it. Like, hits the wrong person. Then it all just goes crazy. Then the players will fight like, uh, but then yeah, then it's more the crowd fought coming on to fight the players. And it's funny because yeah, you've got all cool. the play- these because there's opposition as well. That would be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. The crowd, the crowd yeah. with fucking this fat guy comes down to the court to square up to like fucking one of the players, the one of the basketball players, and he's there and he's like a foot and a half taller and he's like, what the fuck? And he'd, yeah, yeah, right, so what are you gonna fucking do? Fucking your, these are the opposing team coming at like the opposing team yeah, yeah, and yeah. the whole crowd. Of course he's going to fucking... Yeah, the guy was shorter than him. He was quite fat. He was a big yeah, guy. defend yourself. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, fuck you, bang. Yeah, and then and, bang. then and then one of his other players came in and he actually slid down because he's a basketball player. He's like standing up at the moment. Yeah, I'm standing yeah. straight I'm, I'm in really what he's doing. Game, really he serious. slides so down on a knee. He's on one knee. He slides down on a knee and goes, crack, and punches this fat Smack. guy. Like, anyway, that's you episode one. That's episode one. Fucking episode two, the well, boxing one is even really good. Before you start episode two, is all right if I sing a little bit from Tales of as Time by Beating the Beast? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 let me just wrap this untold thing because I don't want to do, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to no, discuss sure, every episode. This is really quick. I don't want to discuss every episode. This will be quick, mate, honestly. The second one's really good as well, the boxing, the untold. I've got a name. About the box, well, let me just sing this <laughs> first. I've, please, mate, this is really quick. So the last one's ice hockey. The, so you've got boxing, you've got to talk about them set. Let me just read oh. and sing this to you. Tales as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty. And the beast. I thought we were all going to have a go at doing that. You can. I've been watching it. I watched it, so I really wanted to sing it because I watched it the other day. Is it the, the old lady? Help us all as time. I'm not sure. It's the old lady. True as it can be. She a clock or a teapot or some and shit. And even friends. Yeah. Teapot. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Karen, what's the second episode about? Uh, the second episode is this, this boxing lady and I've forgotten her fucking name. That's useless information. But then I've told, I said too much. No, it's good. You can find that out for yourself. 
So boxing lady, very interesting story. She was uh, the top boxing lady of the time in the 80s. Um, and then she ended up fighting Muhammad Ali's daughter, mm. who then came up. Then that, that's when the next, the new wave came through. Sort of that's when she sort of hung up her gloves. It's, it's an interesting story. I won't say anything more than that, um, but it involves like violence and all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, that's very interesting. The next one was Caitlyn Jenner, and I was like, I don't care for that. I know we all know about what. I mean, I'm not interested in his, its, her story. The bit, yeah, creeps me out. I mean, it, it's probably interesting it's probably well made all the they're all the the documentary bit they're all very well made obviously um but the latest one's really good as well uh, and, it, and it's not how it's not what you'd think when you start watching it you're like oh right and you have you made up your mind where it's going but basically making it, your mind it's, um, it's the character the people in it though they are they're who uh tony soprano is based on the dad and the son it's like a guy who does uh waste management or whatever same as tony Big soprano but in cincinnati i think rather than new jersey say J- jimmy galanti it's jimmy galanti but so that's not the same as tony soprano but he's got a signed thing from James Gandolfini saying to the real Tony Soprano. So he does, he's in waste management. He's got a son called AJ. There's lots of similarities and he's got mob affiliate like mob affiliations and all this. Shit. He ends up buying a, a ice hockey team for his son. And you think, oh, he's spoiled and all the rest of it. That's all I'll say. Just watch it because you think like, you think one thing and then the way it turns. It's a really, it's really, cool. it's cool. a really heartwarming story. He formed it's if you're into ice hockey, so that's especially episode as well, two. I like ice yeah. hockey. Well, that uh, was three, basketball. isn't it? Ice yeah, hockey. So ba- bas- I love basketball, b- boxing, and ice hockey. So but the Captain General, Captain General, General I haven't bothered watching. It's probably quite good, but I'm, I'm, I, it's not like a homophobe thing. I'm just a Caitlyn Jennerophobe. I just don't like. I don't know the Jenners, just the, the Kardashians, okay. the Jenners. It's just, just I don't. Okay, okay, just, that's fine. That's fine. Something okay. icky about oh, it. We get it. We don't, get it. Don't you, don't you think that? No, we get it. Icky about Caitlyn Jenner. Obviously, yeah, that's enough. You don't go out of your way to watch something about that's Caitlyn enough. Jenner. South Park's anything I watch when she's running people Chris, over. Please. No, bring us back Jenner. to Earth. What else? Tell me something, Chris. Get Tell me something. Uh, Abra back. They're yes, re- they are. Abra are back. And they're going to bring out some more music they've been working on. What are your favourite Abba songs? I've definitely got one because I saw. Is that Fernando? I saw Fernando Treat tribute band a few years ago and I was wearing um, uh, what do you call those German trousers in the air that night the stars were bright Fernando no German trousers you know, uh, Heidehausen Lederhosen so I was wearing these Lederhosen I was really pissed shush a minute Greg let me just speak you can sing in a minute yeah you can sing in a minute I was really pissed and I needed to go for a piss and stuff Really difficult in Lederhosen because uh, you have to like peel the whole lot down and that. It was sort of really uncomfortable. But anyway, it was good fun. But they had uh, Abba on and Abba played the one. What's the one with the like? The, I can only think of it with the moves. So I've got up to dance. <laughs> um, got karate in it. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Uh, karate. Yeah. No, it's not karate, but it's. Karate Lou. Uh, in the no, curtain no, no. defend yourself if you wanted to is it one of their big hits the famous one obviously yeah. most of um, the famous but of course it's <laughs> what the fuck you winner takes it all oh, give me gimme gimme 
There's so many. They've got so many good songs. There's two. There's two like Fernando. There's that Fernando tune. What's the other one though? There's another one that's like Fernando. I have a dream about ice cream. The flavour was vanilla. No. Love light. Strawberry. Chiquita. If it wasn't for the night. Chiquita. Wanna kiss the tea? Chiquita. You and I know the stars and the stars above you. That's the one. That's my favourite. Chiquita. Okay. Right, can we go back? mix what's up Chiquita up? and Fernando. What's after Chiquita? Lay all your love on me. The way old friends do a lame. Put on your white sombrero. What our last summer. Happy New Year. So it's Chiquita. It's Chiquita you and I know. Not Fernando you and I know, isn't it? I mix them two up. I'm going to look up the lyrics to Chiquita. There's so many songs though, so I don't know which one it would be. Okay. Do you remember Chiquitos? The restaurant? Yes, do, yeah. I My don't know if you're going to find this song. Chiquitos, you and I know. So you, you're not, well, so you listen to this song and what happens to you? Taco special is only on Sunday. I'm, it feels like my mind is sullied by ABBA songs at the moment. If I've clear It's going to be even more in a second. When I, I, do a, I do like a karate move. Like just a basic one. <laughs> and it makes Small kick. Ah, oh, it's got... Mic up, please, Chris. And it feels like... An ABBA song. It is an ABBA song. I think I know what you mean. So there is sort of like a choppy, choppy one. One, dun, It's like... Dun, 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 Super Trooper, Super Super Trooper, I never knew you Trooper, you were so super, you're super, gimme, 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 gimme Troopers, money, 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 it must be funny, oh yes, so you're money, young man, get your, oh that's is it, so anyway, um, any more about ABBA? Have you got any more to say about ABBA? Ah, uh, it's this. Mini milk ice cream. Mini milk ice cream. Oh, right, okay. That sounds like a tune to do karate too. I've had an idea. Um, when we you do know when you um, go and see your ladies, you're punting. Yeah. I mean, that hasn't actually happened, <laughs> no. you know, in a while. But I'll make it sound like it has. The amount of stories I've said about it, it sounds like, oh, they're doing that all the time. It's like, well, no. I thought you're you missing, to what I've said, I think like, you're missing a trick. What? I think you're missing a trick. Well, yeah, no, I am. Have you ever thought about... <laughs> well, they're missing a trick. I'm the trick. They're, they're missing a trick. <laughs> Have you ever thought about taking a jewellery uh, box and offering them some jewellery? And when they go to take the jewellery, you slam the jewellery box down. See if you can make them laugh. <laughs> pretty woman yeah yeah no yeah obviously there's look i'm a romantic obviously and yes. i'm expecting all these these uh th- these altercations <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for um, um uh, encounters encounters i'm looking for one of these encounters to turn into something like in true true romance with christian slater and patricia arquette and that's yes, i mean that's a that's dream the, scenario yeah, yeah, that's but you're not going to because now Before you're an older yeah. man yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, they're not going to go with <laughs> then it's I know, just but a, i'm not in my head anyway or, or, or pretty woman yeah daddy, pretty woman then. they've got daddy issues pretty woman, then. Pretty woman then. i'm the same age as richard gear in pretty woman yeah so i can do that still i can still do a pretty woman I'm, bit, I'm too old for true romance now that's, that's i'm too old for true romance true that's not true 
I, I will <laughs> say uh, one thing I've noticed. Uh, no, you always get the answers of everyone you speak to, right? And one of the answers is what exactly what you just said. You know when you say, oh, don't feel old in my head? No one ever does. No one ever no, feels my dad any different. Said that. No one ever feels any my different. My dad always said that. And said that you have to slowly watch your body decay. Yeah. <laughs> but you always great. feel the same. You feel it. I mean, sometimes you can feel it decaying. You're like, oh, well, that's cool. But I don't... I don't think any differently. Do you, uh, I can feel myself Do you going, agree with oh. the term gentle giant or do you think it's overused? It depends in, in what sense it's used. Whether it's like um, a slow boy or... <laughs> He's going to be gentle, he's slow. No, he's gentle, he must be slow. He's got to be slow. He's a gentle giant. It means like he's a large man, but he's really well-natured. And That means, <laughs> that sounds like you're apologising for something he's about to do. Like mice and men. was a gentle simple. giant. No one is a gentle Hello, giant. I'm a simple giant. I think it's a gentle, not so gentle. Hi, I'm a giant. Like, probably because of mice and I, men. I am gentle. Do you think of mice and men has done more damage to gentle giants? Yeah, because yes. little I mean, John was good for. Oh, he wasn't that yeah. gentle, was he? But no, but then Lenny wasn't gentle, was he? He crushed loads of rabbits and he crushed a woman's yeah. neck for fuck's sake. He crushed a woman. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> Lenny was a. Don't talk about Lenny when <laughs> Lenny can't defend himself. <laughs> nothing gentle about Lenny. <laughs> He crushed a woman's neck. <laughs> Lenny eating a mini milk ice cream. Oh, did I kill the woman, George? Yeah, you killed a woman. I'm going to have to shoot you in the back of the head, you cunt. And I love you, Lenny. It's terrible. It's very sad. I Luckily, it was only made up. It was only a made up story by John Steinbeck. Thank God. Oh. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> clearly. Have you seen, have you watched the one, is it, I've only, have you seen the, it's John Malkovich and Gary Sinise. Uh, have you seen? No, I think no. that's the only version I've seen. That's one I've got. Oh, yeah, I think that's the, that's the only big one. one. I've never watched it. That's the one I've got. I remember yeah. it. It's another one. From school. Yeah, there is another version or two, I think. But I want to watch Oliver oh, Cromwell. That film Cromwell, because I know nothing about uh, Cromwell. I watched that again. I, I, um, I saw the end of it. Ago. See, I saw. I just saw the end of it, and it made me want to watch it. Right, but then I looked up scores, and it's got trashed. IMDb scores, no. all right, but Rotten Tomatoes has trashed it, and Roger Ebert trashed it. But I'm like, I was like, no, I. Lo- yeah, fuck that. I'm going with IMDb. Mate. I'm going I've been IMDb. watching it for years. It, I love it's it. It's good. It's about four hours long as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. uh, but still, it's, I want it's to watch it. Scoops bit. I like really Alec Guinness and Richard Harris are really good in it. Yeah. I said to Barry the other day. When was um, that? <laughs> it must have been. Um, uh, I love uh, it when you talk about films you've never seen, uh, even no, though Chris has I seen said, it. I said I've, 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 I saw the last half hour. So I saw the whole the execution, the speech, and everything. Cheers to the last half hour. I saw enough of it to know to get an idea that I wanted to see the rest of it and I did, yeah. and again like Barry said it's a bit of history that I didn't know enough about and I looked more up about it and uh, they, they dug Come up to Ely. Cromwell was such a cunt they dug him up afterwards they're like he was such a cunt let's dig him up and then they hung draw, that's when they quartered him and but they beheaded his corpse and then packed off each corner because he was a Puritan religious over like this is, I yeah, thought he was fine actually zealous religious cunt I thought he was so fine so do you think he's a good guy you're a royalist I was a Cavalier I'm a royalist yeah okay. he's a Cavalier I'm a Cavalier I'm a Cavalier I'm a Cavalier I'm a Parliamentarian did you think they were the when I was a kid right let me talk I didn't learn history properly can I just say this quickly I've got the Cromwell questions to ask I just want to say I've got Cromwell questions I thought the roundheads were cool when I was young but they're not now I'm older they're dicks right shut up Greg I've got ask a question because what? I don't want to hear you say He's anything Catholic. before he, he comes talks yeah because that's what you said to me the other night that's exactly what you said to me the other night right so I, I, was, I was talking about Cromwell and I said oh that's weird I always thought Cromwell was meant to be a good guy like he was like mm. I said no but then Greg goes nah because he wanted to kill the royal family but wait and then I thought wait a minute but surely someone wants to kill the royal family they're a good guy no. so yeah he's a good guy so you tell me what you think of him then Cromwell that's more nuanced than that and he fucked up the Irish as well there's plenty of things to hate about him I know probably the Irish things, the 
probably, you know, that's the <laughs> yeah, deepest thing. What, didn't you, didn't you like the Irish or something? He was a man of his times. They were doing what what they were doing to one another at those times, but um, do you say that he could have caused the famine? But anyway, what do but he was a he... parliamentarian. There was a king there who was just living to excess and yeah. like not... Like the the crown could suddenly go up and come up and go. Yeah, we've got this now. We turn this to allotment. You're like, that's my field. They're like, oh no, it's King's Land, is it? Rah, rah, rah. You know, they'd run roughshod over things like Pretty that. Pretty much what and they do we'll now. Do whatever they like, but it's just like fucking people over. And then, obviously, then this started impinging because people, because we had Parliament then, so people then and it was affecting greater people higher up the echelon of society when that was happening so then they started complaining and that there's much more of it than this but um, <clears throat> complaining that so we're also developing the commonwealth going overseas at that point and um, yeah and it, so yeah fucking what, what was it King the, Charles he was, what would it have been like if he'd have killed the royal family though what would have happened? Well, he did. He, he killed, did. He killed. He, killed, he, beheaded, he, did. he beheaded King he beheaded Charles the King first, and then King Charles II got beheaded as well. Um, oh, yeah. He did the job he needed to do. Yeah, exactly. But he was a prick. Not he was, like he was, he, was, he was overzealous. He was like religious, super religious. He was more pure. Like yeah, keep the the king. <laughs> the view of him is more nuanced than you think, though, because people think that he was representative of everything that his party was representative of. Yeah, it'd be like the Tories, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, and you thinking, well, they're all like, but they're this, not, and actually they're not all like that. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. And they like people go, oh, he banned Christmas. You can't just come out of nowhere and cut someone's head off, right? Because you've got to expect the same thing to happen to you. And he's lucky it didn't happen. He's lucky he died of natural causes. Yeah, he's lucky. What do you reckon uh, the conversation would have been between? Is there a scene in the film with Cromwell and King Charles then when yeah, they meet? Yeah, it's great. That's great. And, 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 Guinness, wanna... and Guinness plays it with such Richard Harris is playing it like he looks like a prick. Like he's right, well. Like, I'll he seems like what, a prick. Alec Guinness is just like, well, I wait, think wait, wait, well, calm down. I'm, you be. I'm just who's going Alec to Guinness? Please go off to my. Beheading. Who are you meant to be then? Alec Guinness. And who's he playing? King Charles, <laughs> obviously. And Richard is like, oh, I'm Richard. Oh, you can do Cromwell. Oh, well, I was going to get Chris just, to do Cromwell. Do you can do both. <laughs> do both. He can so, do both. Please, Greg, play out a scene <laughs> between <laughs> Oliver Cromwell and <laughs> King Charles. <laughs> how you think it would have gone? And I will be the crowd like, yeah. Uh, I'm so going to cut your head anti, off. He was being anti-parliamentary, like his MPs. It was the first like real show of strength by Parliament going, "Fuck you to the royals." So like, you can't just that's good. Keep they doing need this it sometimes, but it gets it gets all distorted because people get their own little bits of. We should watch it. There. We should watch the film because I love I love that film. Yeah, the way the but way it's, it's only, portrayed, it's only a depiction. Yeah, don't, don't, and then don't cut don't to Come up to me, Richard Cromwell's house is. Uh, I'd love to Oliver see Cromwell's house is the there. I the slept, cars are working now, so I can uh, drive up. Um, uh, I stayed in. I've, I've spoken about this before. You but stayed in a skip. Wellwick House down the road in. Uh, that's Oliver Cromwell's old house. My f- old schoolmate from uh, posh school, from private school. Prove it. Griffin, the Griffins. Ask uh, Look on. Oh, uh, Stephen Griffin was my mate from school from Edgerton Rosse. His family had eight kids in his family, so they yeah they lived at Wellwick House. Uh, back in the 80s and it's a 16th century house the grey lady haunts 
haunts the, the mm. lands there. We found cannonballs from the Civil War there. But anyway, yeah, Cromwell what Stadium. Did you, do with them? you know Cromwell's been here. There's loads of stuff about Cromwell. Yeah, obviously, the King's obviously. Head obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not bullshit. What did you do with the Cromwell yeah, cannonballs? Uh, <laughs> his dad is my mate Stephen Griffin's dad found a oh, cannonball. Okay. So it's about a cannonball. It's about like, that eight people. It's about that big. No, but this is no good for the podcast. So like like a big gobster, like the biggest marble. Like, so they're about the size of a jelly baby. Like but a, a cannonball. Listen, what's a big, big marble? A King Oily or whatever. The double giant. Double King Oily or whatever, triple like uh, a bit bigger than a squash ball, say, like a little bit about the same size, about the same size as a squash ball, I think. Ah. So is so you haven't seen the film Cromwell, but you seem to know a lot about Cromwell. I've seen the last half hour. Let's do a nice so relaxed scene, not too energetic, of you playing Oliver Cromwell and you playing King Charles, Charles, and King or Charles. Charles, Charles, and Cromwell is having a conversation with Charles and asking him to Adrian do whatever Charles. he was asking him to do. So please, Adrian begin, King Charles, begin scene. Who's who? Sorry? You're both. You're both, mate. Richard Harris. I'm round-headed and really religious. Kill everyone who's not particularly religious in the same exact religion as me. I'm going to cut the king's head off. There's no need to cut my head off. I'm just chilling out, being cool, with my curly hair, smoking Mm. a doob. All relaxed, mm. shagging ladies and stuff. Mm. Lots of ladies, because okay. I'm cavalier and stuff. That's very good, that would be. Well, I'm going to cut your head off anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah, that's good. At least you did it your best anyway. It's always good that you always try. <laughs> Last week we promised an interview with Bruce Springsteen and he never turned <laughs> up. But this week I promised an interview with a real New Yorker. So I, so I think that we should get this New Yorker in. In the so Greg, if you've got any questions to ask, feel free. Uh, so he's just gonna, go, I'm just gonna go and get him and get him. To, there he is. He's just coming in now. Yeah, come in, mate. That's right. Take a seat. Hey, hi. Hi, uh, hi. So Greg, have you ever met anyone from New York? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't. I'm not actually from New York. No. Uh, uh, well, this is. Uh, what's your? What's my your name's name? Paolo Paolo Maneri Nigerio. Paolo Paolo Maderio Nigerio. Paolo Paolo Manama Nigerio. <laughs> no, it's nice pa- to meet you, mate. It's an Ameri- It's a real New Yorker. I don't, I don't yeah, I do what Mama says. Often. So, Paolo, <laughs> what's it like being a New Yorker? Are uh, you Mama? Stuff. I do what Mama says. What's the weather been like there? She makes my spicy meatballs. <laughs> garlic bread and Napoli pie. Oh, you like meatballs and pie. Very nice. Very pie nice. Spaghetti mash. Mama Giza, like a mama says. That's a uh, proper traditional New York food, I take it. Pie, spaghetti and mash. Jelly, gelatin. Pizza, pasta, chips. What baseball team do you support? Well, you tell me about the old country. What? <laughs> what? So you're a uh, so New York Italian uh, New Sicilian. York. Uh, so what's your deal then? So are you more New York? I do what Mama says. Are you more New York? Are you more Sicilian or Italian? Is that more your thing, or is it more New York being a thing? She so makes my spicy meatballs. <laughs> okay. Right, so you're an Italian New York guy, okay. Yeah, she, okay. I do what Mama says. You do what Mama says. So okay. New York he's so you, who's your favourite baseball team? Pie, New York spaghetti guy. mash. So you're big spaghetti mash. That's big foodie. Favorite. You're big foodies in New York. Cockles. <laughs> big foodies. Mm. Is that cardinals? Cockles. Oh, cockles. I'll do what Mama says. Well, uh, thank you, Paolo, for coming on the podcast. And I hope that's cleared everything up. It's nice to meet a real New Yorker. <laughs> I thought, yeah, but, and it's nice to... I thought you had more to tell say. me what the old country... <laughs> Talking about the old country there. So, uh, yeah, uh, check you later. Uh, 
See you later, Paolo. Thank you. Goodbye, mate. I was going to oh, the, Chris, the you missed that. Song. <laughs> you missed that, work. Chris. No. That was a real New Yorker. <laughs> really? Yeah, called Paolo, and he was telling us about the old country. It smells of pastrami in it, here, doesn't it? Yeah, like Mama says, like Mama does. So, like Mama um, used to. Don't Greg, say things like that. That's a bit generic <laughs> yeah, and basic. Really right. Greg, you want to talk about a movie called Tough Guys? <laughs> yeah. I did. One of your favourite films. So, Back to move back to our 1986 movie retrospective, which I started with Stand by Me and did very poorly, uh, and then, but we sort of stinted it into two weeks worth of like information, I think. So tell us, I think I've got all the information out. Guys, what is it? Tough Guys is a movie starring Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas as two old uh, cons, like ex-cons. Have they just come out of prison? They just it? come out of prison. I think they're meant to have done. Thing is, I've, you're doing, we're doing this off the cuff now, so I'm just going to go. I'm just going to do. Uh, I'm just going to do. Do this from memory. So from well, what do you I want remember, to give you a quick synopsis. No, no, I know the synopsis. So, well, no, I'm going to give you my synopsis, and then you can give me the exact synopsis. So then. I think, so they 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 come out of prison at the beginning. They've done a stretch of about 30, 40 years. The world's changed, so it's a bit like it's a bit like Back to the Future because but this is obviously set in nineteen eighty six. It's set present. I don't want to read yeah, it. I don't on. want to read it. I'm d- yeah. Okay. Um, it's set in 1986. So from what I remember, they went inside in like either the 30s. It might have even been the 30s or something like that. It was like a real long time ago. 50s, 30s or 50s. That's what I'm putting on. I'm going to guess it's a 50-year stretch. It's not going to be 20s. I don't think they would have gone in the 60s. It's got to be longer than that. I reckon they went down in the 50s and they came out in the 80s. So it's like back, back to the future time frame. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, they come out and then they get loads of hot chicks. Yeah, just having like these bit like blonde bimbos, like massive tits, yep. like page three girls, like stand. And I thought like, wasn't it? The and bit I remember in the thinking like, thinking like clothes. they're a bit older. And then I thought like, nah, they're they're old, but they're cool as fuck. They're actually pretty hard. And Kirk Douglas was actually pretty hard. Two like, pretty aging train robbers cannot get used to modern life after thirty years in jail and yeah. decide to do one last robbery on the same they train chicks. that proved to be their downfall three decades earlier. Three they're decades. Determined thank not you. To get what might be pursued by the cop who arrested them the last time round. Yeah. But there's a bit where they go into a shop and they're trying out 1980s fashions with the yeah. shop assistant, and she's really that's young. That's hilarious. Yeah. So and that's what they did that again in Wonder Woman 1984. Is that hilarious. Was oh, that where they got that hilarious scene from? Uh, Dana Carvey's in that film as well oh. yeah Charles Dunning yeah. Dana Carvey directed by Jeff Canyu and it's silver screen 1986 Jeff 104 minutes his budget was 10 million it made 21 million at the box office oh, they already made several films together in the 50s uh, Kirk Douglas and I mean I've written it, it so yeah, it yeah. money off me somehow I got it from Blockbuster. Oh, I think. Cool. Or did I get it from Blockbuster? I'm sure. I, I think I do remember renting that. Or did we? No, was it recorded off I TV? One. It. There's so many films like that that I've. Do you mean that you've either recorded off TV? No, because you remember the ones you've recorded as TV. When we mm. talked about those VHSs before, you have those yeah, mashup yeah, VHSs yeah. where you got half recorded things. That's what like. I love about the movie retrospectives, like the Stand by Me one and this Tough Guys one. It really takes you back to like getting to know what the movie's like and a good feel for it doesn't it well, it does well, 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 I think just, just talking without doing any research and just uh, my essence of the film was yeah knowing that they came out knowing that obviously they were tough guys as well the two guys and the tough they get, and obviously yeah, the, yeah. the running thing was like they came out and obviously they're like geriatric but they weren't at that point in the 80s Kirk Douglas could still like pretend to throw a punch but it's still a bit like Robert De Niro in The Irishman yeah should we really? change the podcast name uh, episode 100 to The Tough Guys yeah The Tough Guys <laughs> yeah, probably uh, the Tough Guys yeah, really just Tough Guys will want to listen to us uh, presented by Cowardly Custard <laughs> <laughs> great character bring him back for anyone who didn't listen last week Cowardly Custard is Greg's wrestling character yeah and oh, it's yeah, great oh, yeah we, I'm sure you must do, be, do you have a wrestling character yeah, you must be uh, my wrestling you. character yeah I'd want to be like I might have mentioned him before because he's so fixated in my head and I, I he's so real I've re- you know I've actualised and I've like, thought of him and I've 
played him out. Um, old man, baby. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh man, baby, Google Gaga, I've shit my pants, and I'll just Wait go around in a That's kind of like the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, isn't it? Really? He's, he's, he's like, hey, give me another cigar. No, but baby. I'm using proper, like, yeah. shit, I mean, human shit. Oh, okay. And you're an old man, not a baby. Nice. And I'm, yeah, I look like, I don't look like a cartoon. You're an old man in a diaper. Yeah. So you're not, yes, yeah, so it's not, you're not a baby with an old man's voice. You're like just an old man, but like, you don't, but just you don't as a baby. Like, yeah, just dressed as a baby. Not, yeah. not as cute as a baby. Or, of, no, I have like a bloody umbilical cord. Like it. You, you could team up with Cowardly Custard. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, dun, 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 the unexpected hits you between the eyes, dun, 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 it's there you see. see, surprise, surprise, and in this segment we're going to be talking about celebrities that come across as really nice on camera to everybody, but in real life... They are a little bit not like that at all. Allegedly. Because this week, it started with James Corden. There was an article this week on Unilad, I think, about James Corden, what it's like to work with him behind the scenes. And apparently uh, someone went to see him on... What's that show? Is it? I, I think it's all over. No, right? no, the League of Their Own. A League of Their Own, that's right. right. And he's an absolute cunt. Like, yeah. In, in between takes, everyone else is joking. All the sports people were joking. All the comedians were like, yeah, I'm going to laugh together. And he was just there looking at his phone going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people would come up to him and go, is that, uh, Mr. Court, is that okay if I have a set? And he'd be like, fuck off. Just fuck off. And then if he did agree, he'd go, like, yeah, 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 do it. And then he just didn't go, he'd go off to his dressing room and then just hide. Uh, yeah. And there's famous stories about um, Paul Daniels sleeping with loads of young, like over 300 different women while he was going out with Debbie McGee. What's wrong with that? And having loads of affairs. And once he had a schoolgirl getting his car. That doesn't make him a bad person. And he kissed her and but stuff. And then he sound, found did out. Did he turn fans away from the schoolgirl? Yeah. And he, then he kicked her out of his car. Well, good. Oh. Good. So once he realised. Yeah, he did do the right thing. So yeah. once he tempted her in with his magic. <laughs> Come in. Oh, you're a schoolgirl. I didn't realise. Get out. He Get did, out now. He did a trick where some guy was his girlfriend and he said, oh, do you want to see a card trick? And he did all this card trick and then he got a phone number and then he phoned her in the taxi on the way home and said, ah, but you didn't know how to do that, did you? And then you obviously wanted to meet up with her, sort of thing. He sounds like Jimmy Savile. I meant to be doing yeah, but that's a, that's you know that's a good trick. Corden's really not uh, very self-aware either, and and as a lot of people pointed out on these various threads on online, but he he did an AMA, so ask me anything on on Reddit, and everyone every single question was like, why is it? Why does everyone say you're a cunt? Why are you 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 a cunt? Every single question. So surely his own publicist should be aware of his image. Like the thing, the, the, the rumours floating around, the rumour mill. What would you deflect, do to deflect that if you were under that sort of onslaught? A podcast. What if, what, if, you I was Corden, if you were Corden, I'd do what he does. Saying, if I was Corden, I'm a fat cunt who doesn't care about anything when he went uh, okay. his own little yeah. bubble and his celebrity friends, which he, yeah, he's got around him like, like bullies around it. Like, yeah, a team of bullies. Around him. Do they bully him or bully other I people on I his mean, behalf? People who were bullied. They're not actual bullies. They're not actively bullying anyone else. But School they're yes kids. men. He's got a team of yes men around him. And it's his sister, the writing thing as well. He demanded writers on his own show get less money so that he can get like more writers more or whatever. Like, yeah, wow. more, like, wow. it's like, like, yeah, he's like, yes, come work for me, but you're going to get less money. But then, but then it, there's it more makes jobs. you think, does that, is that because he decides that he's going to come into the writer's room and contribute to the writer's room and say, well, I'm not just a presenter because I'm actually crafting what I'm writing, so I deserve a portion of of, of the writer's rights. I'm only playing devil's advocate because oh, no, yeah, no, I'm yeah. no defendant of court. Well, and these are pug uh, faces. 
article. The, the, the well, first while, one. While the funniest ones I've read it though. Like, while read you're looking for that article, I'll the talk. While you're looking that up, when I, can I just say that the funniest one I've read it though was like, uh, so I've read all these things going, oh, he's a cunt and all the true stories and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the ones I've read it where they go like, he uh, goes, yeah, I was just sat there playing Rocket League in my house and Gordon just came in and beat me like about like 20 times in a row and just totally destroyed my confidence. <laughs> well, that was quite I think one of the biggest. Uh, kings of the celebrity world of cunts is Cilla Black yeah. and she Cilla Black always claimed she wanted to be remembered first and foremost as a singer not as a TV presenter but to reduce her career to just those two options is to do the woman a great disservice she was a true polymath uh, and it's an honour and a privilege to talk about some of Cilla Black's greatest achievements because she is a well are you Jimmy Tarbuck <laughs> yeah sort of she is a well known cunt and anyone and everyone you know that's ever I know she's passed away now a long time ago but anyone and every anyone and everyone that ever met her that wasn't one of her celebrity friends will know she's a cunt. So I've got loads of stories about Cilla Black here. So I'm going to read the he- I'm going to read the heading of one, and you just say which one you want to hear. So uh, and what you would do in that situation as well. So the first one, Cilla the frequent flyer. Go on, just tell us. I'll it. tell you the first one. This is Go a good on. one. Uh, known and feared throughout the cabin crew community, Cilla Black's in-flight attitude is the stuff of legend. Not only would she insist upon travelling first class, she demanded seat 1A. That was the only the first of many demands too, all of which were made through her PA, as Cilla didn't want to speak to any of the staff herself. The full nine yards too, not so much as a please or thank you. One flight attendant eventually grew so tired of her behaviour that he leaned over to speak to her and uttered the immortal line, I knew you c- couldn't sing, but I didn't know you couldn't fucking speak. speak. <laughs> remember that one? Yeah, no. Was that you? Was it you? Hey, <laughs> no, but that's... When we discussed it earlier, that was the bit I picked out and said that was that was my one of my favourite bits mm. of the that article. That's, that is a classic line. If that was true, if that is true and that was all said, then that's brilliant. Scylla, the shopper. Scylla would mostly do her weekly shopping at a small grocery store called Fisher's in Gerrard's Cross. Despite there being only three checkout counters in the tiny store, when Scylla had finished her weekly shop, she would, without fail, refuse to line up at the open counter, even if there was only one person in front of her. Instead, she would go and stand in front of one of the unmanned counters until someone opened it up, especially for her. True to form, she would never speak to staff to request it, just stand there staring daggers until someone did so. Okay, (laughs) Scylla, showbiz royalty. First off, in the interest of balance, we should say that Scylla did have a couple of friends from the world of old school show business. Did she? She referred to Christopher Biggins and Paul O'Grady as her good fairy Mm. and her bad fairy, (coughs) respectively. Lionel Belair also had a metric tonne of eulogy to deliver on the Sunday that the news broke. This was 2015. However, you may not know the Patton brothers, but they are the real-life brothers of the Chuckle brothers. They have a reputation in the business for being consummate professionals, unanimously described as being hard-working, mild-mannered, and excellently disciplined. They are never anything less than gentlemen, and they famously refuse to tell tales on anyone or say anything snide about any of the people they've ever worked with. Except for Cilla Black, that is. For whom they made a special exemption, they described her simply as being a cunt. 
He's the golf course designer. Many years ago, Scylla brought a house bordering in a Denham. fancy Denham golf club yeah, in yeah. Buckinghamshire. Despite her garden obviously bordering one of the club's fairways when she purchased it, for years after moving, Scylla would frequently complain to the club and harangue golfers if they accidentally shanked a ball over the fence into her massive garden. She even went as far as demanding that the club restructure the fairway yeah. to steer it away from her property. Needless to say, after a while, regulars at the club would intentionally hit a mulligan into her garden to spite her. <laughs> after many years of living there, realising she was on a loose thing she gave up complaining and submitted an application for membership to the club for her and her long-suffering husband it was met with a very prompt fuck off from a typically polite club secretary at the time yeah Sid black was an utter cunt yeah, yeah. so so <laughs> so trying to join the club is like oh oh we may as well join the club then it's like oh make all those complaints thinking that the golf club is going to be like oh thank god Silla, now you'll, you'll join us when they've got i mean they've got full rights <clears> to go yeah fuck you and they did I mean, alpha, again, totally unaware, like not aware. Like James Corden, yeah. like, oh, ask me anything. Cunts aren't, they don't realise they're cunts. No, like, they don't. There was the one, there's another cunts. one on there, but I haven't got the full story. I but think. I'd read that the first bit is quite funny where this Daily Mail, it was in the Daily Mail, but this journalist always liked Scylla Black and she brought her a bottle of champagne because she was getting to interview her. And when Scylla Black turned up, she just took the bottle, didn't even say thank you for it, handed it to her PA. And then she was just a complete prick all through the interview. And she only lit up Terrible. when she was talking about her celebrity mates. But then it was just like, you know, yeah, no didn't want to answer anything and apparently the other famous story about Scylla Black is this right that, and it was in there that, uh, actually I've got one more to read out because this is a one more this is a gold one this is last one last Scylla Black story um, oh, I've got one <laughs> I've got one here uh, for, this is a corner one last month he crashed a WA, uh, WGA meeting uh, to try and advocate that his show should be able to pay writers less than any other show. He's famous in the industry for being awful to work for, stealing others' ideas and presenting them as his own and for being awful to his staff. I'm sick of uh, seeing he used to be bad, but he learnt. Yeah, because that's something I read somewhere else as well. It's like, oh, no, no. Someone said, he oh, he used to be like that. Yeah, when he first made a load of money, he was a bit of a prick for like the first year. Um, but then, you know, he's, he's okay now. And this person knows different. And they say, no, that's not true. That's a lot of people say that. Uh, they say, no, I'm sick of uh, seeing he used to be bad, but he learnt because he didn't learn anything. I know people who have, who have and currently do work for him. He's weirdly amused by toilet humour and frequently belittles his writers in front of people. I, like- I don't want to hear problems. I want to hear solutions. What are we going to do Kill about Gordon. it? Well, no, there's nothing no. you can do about Scylla Black because it's well, too late maybe for her. we already did yeah maybe so come on Prince Philip did it but <laughs> maybe we already did that as well we're very good at this the tough using, boss using time she's a tough boss the, the one thing they were saying that after Blind Day people were wondering why she wasn't on TV because one of the people that because she's a cunt when, she was, when, he, when this guy used to work for he was a runner and he got uh, smoked salmon sandwiches, the nicest smoked salmons he could find. She oh, goes, yeah. I only like tin salmon. Yeah. But then he ended up being one of the top bods at ITV. Yes, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. he said, I'm going to fuck her career up. Karma, She's never going to work on TV again. Yeah, that's well good. After that, and no, he just fucked I hope her that's over. true. Yeah. I hope that's Cause true. Because that, that is a fucking... Well, these things happen. Because that's, that's a cunty story, isn't it? That's a proper... It's like, no! Because who... Uh, tin salmon over smoked salmon? Mate, who, I've heard hundred stories If it was the other way around, it'd still be cunty, but you'd be like, well, no, I was looking for something flat. I was looking for smoked salmon but the fact it was that way round that's even more cunty it it's is. like it's, it's cunty no matter what way you look at it but the fact yeah that she was going for the wrong salmon not the good salmon extra cunty that's so I don't so know whether Scylla wins because I think there's more I think Scylla's had more, had more time to worst. be cunty than yeah. Corden I haven't heard any, cause, and, and I haven't heard anything as specific 
about Cord and it's more general like he's a cunt to writers he said fuck off to this person yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it's uh, so more next week thing. who should we fight it's everyone with C's this is good this is a good thing to do I want to do this every week so we do a cunt off celebrity cunt off so this week it was Corden versus Silla oh, I thought it was vaginas and so oh. are we agreeing Silla's one um, but I don't know I think they're quite equal because Corden's still a problem Silla's dead so I don't know Corden's, Corden's currently a bigger cunt, obviously. So out of Scylla Black and James Corden this week, who wings uh, the biggest twat? Well, I don't know. Are we, going, are we saying twat? Twat, we'll stick with cunt, because I think, I think they're worthy of cunt-dom. I think everyone's calling them cunts on the internet. I mean, arsehole. The Americans go, he's an asshole, but they, they, they can't say cunt. I think like I was saying, um, it's basically, Scylla's gone. She's left no legacy of cuntiness. She's gone. It's not like she released a trainer or something like that that's still kicking about or any popular songs her songs are largely like disappeared wafted in the air people remember her for being a TV presenter more than a singer she doesn't like that either and um, Corden's with us for ages so we've got to think of a way of working this out exactly so, so I've got to go with Corden so Casilla's like, timed her existence quite well with like with me in the fact that she's died in 2015 oh that sounds bad but you know what I'm saying it's Corden's the same age as me so I've got to live with this with the cunt she her exactly. cunt but she's then that's, she hasn't she's, and she's got no legacy that's what I mean there's nothing it's not like she set up a foundation or something and it's become Scientology or anything like that or no. she's like invented Zumba you know okay so that's the end of that should we do the uh, Brown Bear Comedy Club now then oh <sighs> Yeah, so Bob, I was going to suggest though for next week, so we'll have to do Jamie Oliver. He's, a, he's meant to be a cunt as well, so we have to look up some stories about Jamie Oliver. I've met Jamie Oliver. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, well, then you've got my some inside knowledge in. So we'll see, that might not be true. So we have Jamie Oliver, uh, bleh, Jamie Oliver versus another renowned cunt. We'll look up another renowned cunt. Uh, I'm sure there was one earlier. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon, no, but he's not. I don't think Gordon Ramsay is. I think he's, he's been shit to his wife. If you look at the stories over the years of infidelity and stuff, nah, it's just normal. And his family that's just man, player stuff in it. Player. <laughs> what do you think? No, I'm joking. That's terrible. But, um, uh, Barry, what do you I think? Uh, that I think Oliver's worse than Ramsay. I'm just saying that from a. Sh- um, I'm just saying because I know I've got a chef friend, and he says, "Well, you've got chef. You've got chef friends as well. You've got. You used to be a chef, Chris. Yes, and yeah, yeah, you probably, yeah. And you know a bit about chef." Have you spoken to your chef friends? Do they say, uh, my chef friend says that Gordon Ramsay's the real deal and Jamie Oliver's a no, bag I of don't, shit? No, I don't, I don't have a... Well, he's got a Michelin star, I don't have a... Jamie Oliver hasn't got a Mich- Michelin star. I'm not in star. the game anymore, so... Okay, I've but Jamie no Oliver influence. hasn't got a Michelin star, so you could... There's that to begin with. You can say, well, Ramsay... To be in it, yeah, he has got a Michelin star, which means you are something yeah. in the, that well, world. Well, you've created some sort of meal that you've people like. You've done something, uh, yeah. Uh, whereas Oliver seems to have just like he's got all this clout but he's got no you know what I mean he's got nothing really he's, he's got an no ordinary mi- man do he's you think no that's award. an ordinary man he's got no awards his 15, some of his 15 minute meals I've been like oh they look quite easy to make if you've got yeah. a massive kitchen with all the ingredients cool. they're yeah. set up and loads yeah, of peanut up for you and all that yeah. it's like that's not 15 minutes is it Jamie if you consider like the buying it finding these ingredients keeping them fresh cleaning all up the, sh- the shit afterwards oh, it's this not is 15 gold. minutes you don't want to give this away this week do you those <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15 minute meals eh <laughs> what's the deal with airplane food okay. 
Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. This week we're in Northampton and we're in a lovely little village called Abington in Northampton at the Dairy and the Queen Public House. At the Dairy and the Queen Public yeah. House. So <coughs> it's lovely to be here in Northampton and uh, uh, I've I got a funny little story about Northampton but I won't tell it now so we've got some great acts tonight for you we've got three smashing acts we may have an extra act at the end I'm not quite sure about that yet uh, but we've got three smashing acts and uh, I, don't, I haven't even asked the acts who's on tonight so uh, bear me a second so we've got three cracking acts here tonight ladies and gentlemen coming up later on and I'm not you know what they are you've seen them on the poster but we'll hit them one by one so you're ready for them uh, but ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to the first act of the night, uh, Rick Relative Father. Ladies and Rick Relative Father. Thank you, thank you. All right, cheers, guys, cheers, guys. So uh, I'm dating again now, as many divorced fathers are. And equally, there's as many divorced or uh, widowed ladies as well for us to, to enjoy. So anyway, I was walking past Spoons with my latest squeeze and her seven kids the other morning. Um, say seven kids, it's not as bad as it sounds. Two sets of twins, so that kind of changes it. Uh, well, it's at least two less fucks, isn't it? And the two sets of twins were from the same guy, so that at least trims the fucks down again. Although, why do we do that? Why do we think that the that's the relationship to fuck ratio? Why are we thinking if a girl dates seven guys over a five-year period, that it equates to more dick than if a girl dates one guy over that period? You get what I'm saying? Is it because we're factoring in the honeymoon period sex? I don't know. Still, two sets of twins, one guy. Twins one in the family, after all. Three other kids, five guys. So that's three other kids, five guys. So she's got seven kids. So two sets of twins, and then three other kids, five guys. Hmm, me thinks the numbers are a bit out. However, that's because she was at an orgy, and it could have been any of three guys. So sharing seemed a decent thing to do. So seven kids and six dads. Two were straight up one night stands. So seven kids, six dads. I'm a twin, like I say, it runs in the family. Both of ours actually, hers and mine. Our family, twins. Now we've established heritage, now for the line of succession. Um, it's not a traditional family, or is it? I see uh, the Taliban allow polygamy for men and... Anyway, um, anyway, see the Taliban. The more I see of them, the more I like them. Monday I read Taliban beat people with machine guns. Surely that's the best you can do with machine guns. Hopefully their second series was better than the first. They say that they've taken on what the critics, I mean, uh, the Americans said. We can hope. Maybe a bit more egalitarian. I mean, I love getting stoned. I'd do it every day if I could get away with it. I see why it's hard to give up. But Allah, please teach the Taliban some other coping strategies. And me too. I mean, stoning for theft or adultery? You're going to forget that anyway. Talk about setting people up to fail. I also love their fucking big hats. Made of whatever shit they've found, you know. Um... They've been marching around in the uniforms of the Afghan Special Forces now, so they're not obviously that picky. I've seen them with a trilby and some, like, cloth mullet, um, or just loads of cloth on their head, all stacked up. They don't give a fuck. 
Um, I've even seen a Tam O'Shanter. You know, one of them, it's the Scottish Bonnets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck knows how they got that or why. Um, so, yeah, expecting big things in the second series. We've seen the latest videos of them on the dodgems, flexing in the gym, maybe they are reformed. Um, I imagine whether military industrial complex failed, corporate America can take over. Taliban light or Taliban max sounds modern but healthier. Healthier for your hands and feet if you're an Afghan scamp or pilfer a street urchin, and for your clitoris if you're a girl. Sorry if I'm being ignorant, I shouldn't misplace my alleged brutality on the, re- um, the wrong regime. What do they do? The Taliban. Um, don't they uh, stop little girls going to school and throw acid in their faces? I don't know, pretty grim. <laughs> um, maybe you should just steal the 90s Yorkie advertising. It's not for girls. I think 90s lad culture would be a good in- halfway house. Then they can blame any indiscretions on irony. Taliban behaving badly, except the only two functioning adults in the show, the female characters, can't leave the house either. Or actually, drone alone would be quite apt. Still being stuck in your country whilst every other fucker has gone except the menacing bastards. Um, all the WhatsApp videos I've seen, they're cut to tunes and they're dancing in as well. I'm sure the original Taliban didn't dance. <laughs> I thought they were against that. What soften their stance? Uh, soften their stance. Um, suppose that's quite apt. What loosen their hips? I mean, her- heroin is hardly a party drug. Neither is hardline Sunni Muslim rhetoric. Uh, we expect that shit from the Sufis, eh? Oh, no Muslims in the Brown Bear Comedy <laughs> Club tonight. Um, bastards are better than me at dancing. I had, cha- <laughs> I had a chasing experience at a festival a couple of years back. Um, I was dancing in this dance tent, and it must have been about like three in the morning. And um, I felt like three girls dancing behind me. And I was like, oh, this is... Because my girlfriend was like at about 11 o'clock. I was like, oh, this is awkward. And they were, like, rubbing into me and talking to me. And I was like, oh, um, fuck it, just do it. And, like, nudged my girlfriend, like, look at this. And she was, like, yeah, like, laughing. And these girls were all dancing around me. And then, like, grinding up the side of me, and one got round to the front of me and went, ah, stop it, he's fucking old. And because um, I, like, moved like Jagger, but sadly the face like Ronnie Wood. Um, I suppose he's a divorcee as well. Anyway, um, I'm Rick, relative father. Good night. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, that was Rick, relative father. What a cracking act. That was a full set there from Rick, relative father. A little bit of problematic stuff in there, so we may not ask him back. Uh, but that was good. A uh, very good Rick, relative father, and a wonderful poem as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, up with our next act tonight. Uh, you haven't seen this guy before. He's an English act. He's from England. Uh, you haven't seen him before. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, Mr. One Liner. One Liner. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everyone, hiya. Hiya. Oh, use the microphone, forgot. Hi, everyone, I'm One Liner. Hiya. I'm here to tell jokes. Uh, I went to buy some camo pants, but couldn't find any. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Uh, okay, yeah. I failed at math so many times at school, I can't even count. I failed at it so many times, I can't count the times. I didn't can do maths at school. I'm <laughs> 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 one liner, everyone. Um, I used to have a handle on life, but then it broke. <laughs> I used to have a handle. I used to have a handle on life, and then it broke off. Um, 
Get it. So a little bit about me. Uh, I tell one-liners. I've been doing that now for the last. And then there, I inflect my voice as well uh, when I speak. It's really annoying. I really don't like doing it, but I can't help it. Um, but uh, yeah, let's carry on the one-liners. Uh, I was wondering why the frisbee kept getting bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. Very <laughs> 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 no, good run in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see you laughing there at the front, madam. <laughs> Madam! Oh, you're shitting your pants, I love. Yeah, you better be shitting your pants because when oh, I get you home, you'll be done. Okay, uh, I heard there were a bunch of breakings over the car park. That's wrong with so many levels. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I've been one line. I hope you enjoy comedy and keep enjoying comedy. Good night. Oh, that was one liner. Thank you very much. That was a bit of a funny act, like a stupid, bit of a uni oh, student really type act there. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further we've got a bit of sad news uh, we're going to have to the main act is going to be delayed uh, a little while so you will have me on stage just for a short while uh, Greg Hickson ever since becoming famous and doing a couple of gigs it sort of has changed him a little bit and he currently is in the toilet um, and he said he's having a shit and the audience can wait for him till he comes out so we'll just wait for a moment ladies and gentlemen I'll just see if he's out yeah, he's just coming out. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome Ooh. to the main act tonight, Mr. Greg Hickson. Do not go in there. Woo! So, me uh, doing Jim Carrey there. Bit of Jim Carrey. <laughs> you like Jim Carrey? Anyone? Uh, I used to like him. I used to, until he killed that woman. Anyway, right. That's not part. That's what I just made that up. That's just me doing a bit. I was thinking about actually. I might just go off script actually and go and do and do the first comedy gig. Well, I just you know just chuck stuff out of the crowd and I ask you. I ask. I'd say. I'd say. Right. Think for subject, and and then I just do comedy about it. Piracy. Piracy. Hey. Well, piracy. Remember like pirated videos back in the day. No. You know, you make you get a pirate video of Pam Anderson. Uh, you know, your mate had recorded off the telly and you wank oh, over it in a sleeping bag. 95. Oh, no. not pa Okay, maybe not Pam Anderson. Oh, what do you... Uh, 95, okay. Uh, Power Rangers. You remember how the Power Rangers movie came out? And I before... Agree. And you might have seen a, a pirated copy of it. Yeah. That's, yeah, observational. Like, yeah, that's like observational. It's relatable, isn't it? It's not funny, though, is it? No, it doesn't It doesn't work. Okay, I'll carry Tell on. Tell us I'll, a joke. I'll carry on my bit. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the thing is, I'm actually romantic. It doesn't sound like I am because I'm talking about, oh, sex of prostitutes and blah, blah, blah. The, because the problem is uh, relationships don't work out for me because I get too attached and I always make them out to be more than they are. And, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, so, so prostitutes, kind of, it makes sense because going out on the pool at the age of 42 is not is kind of is creepy it's it's very it's very well it is, if you think about it you may think like hiring prostitutes is seedy but it's any prostitutes in tonight by the way <laughs> oh thank you oh, 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 oh not you Roxanne I've seen Roxanne if that is your real name yeah it is they're all called Roxanne they're not mostly called Evelyn oh, or ever Eva, Evelyn they, they like lots of E, e names uh, anyway no so prostitution makes much more sense than, than going out on the pool by yourself as a uh, to, even even with a group of lads that's even worse It's there's a pack mentality to it it's going out like cavemen going like right we're going out on the pool 
and there's something creepy about it because you know the end game really when everyone goes out and puts, you know in the old days we used to say oh look at him wearing his rapist shirt you know those, those white sh- those shirts with the white collar and the white cuffs and they used to be like pink pink and blue striped shirts the rapist shirts so you get these lads going out of the rapist shirts going we're going out on the pool and there's predatory men going around in groups looking for women pretending to talk to them going yeah yeah I'm interested in that yeah oh nice hair and that nice hair and that when God take you back to my cave it's, bas- it's basically the sort of mentality and yeah which I get that's cool and if you've got a few lads to do that with even though it's very I mean it's de- more dangerous in a way um, but <laughs> that's, it's not as weird I mean going out by yourself is creepy <laughs> going out and trying to pull women by yourself is creepy and it's like you're Ryan Gosling in that film fucking truly madly in love deeply or whatever which is not realistic it, the re- reality of that character going out by yourself and going hey and doing all these stupid lines and doing the game on, on women is, is ridiculous that doesn't happen like I mean in Hollywood movies maybe um, uh, I've tried it I've, I've gone out by myself and it's the most depressing thing I've ever done I've tried to do it a couple of times I was like this is in my own hometown and it, it's just like uh, what it looks like it's like wow this guy's from this town he doesn't know anyone in this t- he's gone out by himself like wow and he's trying to talk to women it's creepy as fuck like look that so, was a joke so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's why I'm going down the, the prostitute route and uh, I said I said I've already done my bits I was going to do I was going to do uh, the story about going to see the, the all the last whore I saw and I've already done it I've done I've done my whore bit I just thought I'd add to it okay let me read some bits out Listen, let me read let me go back to my notes okay and, and go like right read it out Oh, the incels. They sound cool. I'm in with the incels. <laughs> I go where the incels go, etc. No, they're not cool. They're just terrorists who haven't evolved properly. Can't talk to girls. And if it wasn't for the rest of us civilised humans, yeah, like me, I'm civilised, would be hitting women <laughs> over, the, over the head with their clubs and dragging them back to their caves, like the Taliban. But they're more voluntary rapists. <laughs> That's good. Uh, they're worse. <laughs> voluntary rapists. Volraps. Sorry, Volraps, that's Vol-raps. then. Volraps, there you go. Most incels are just grubby little wankers uh, who do nothing but masturbate and play video games and aren't that angry and accept their lot. But that sounds like a guy who masturbates a lot <laughs> and plays a lot of video games. Uh, so, I, so, I, so I think, oh yes, oh, we've done all that bit. Right, now I've got some more gold. Like, Greg, like, look, Greg's not getting off the stage yet. You know, he's, he's, he's got a reputation. <laughs> Um, right, I know that's Jimmy Savile. Right, wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Uh, I write all this shit when I'm pissed, so I apologise to all the children whose parents gave them a phone with YouTube on when they were five. Okay, sport, sport wankers. Mags versus Pornhub. I think we've we've talked about this. Well, I mean, everyone's talked about this, but kids these days with their Pornhub, they can wank over anything from the age of thirteen, and they they've got no ideas yeah. where babies come from. They think babies are born out of spunk going in a girl's eye. And my mate, so my mate, my mate. Let's call him Gary. He's uh, he's addicted to porn. Okay, so that's the only addiction he he claims to have. So like, I'm addicted to. I mean, I've got lots of. I've, you, I've, you know. I'm an addict of all sorts, nicotine, alcohol, whatever, weed, if there is an addiction to weed, that's debatable, whatever. Anyway, my friend, he's like, I'm not addicted to any of that, but porn, I had a problem with porn. Yeah, I've got a problem with porn. And this is how I know, because, uh, it, well, yeah, I've kind of ruined this uh, joke. I should have said this the other way around. Anyway, he goes to me the other day, he goes, like, oh, let's check this out, because we're talking about different documentaries to watch. He's into his movies and everything. And he goes, like, oh, this looks interesting. He's seen this documentary about porn. And he goes, and he goes, but this guy, he goes, you know him, you know it, this guy. And I'm like, 
no. And I'm like, going, you must know his face. I was like, I, I, I don't watch that much porn. I don't look at the guy's faces. The only thing I see of the guys is the cock going in and out of the vagina. I don't, I've, I've never thought, I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever looked at blokes face. I was like, you must watch a lot of porn to know what the, the dude's faces look like. Um, so, so yeah, he's really nice, Barry. Do you know his face? <laughs> Goodbye from me, Ben. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. I've been Chris. Bye. Bye. See you next Thursday.